0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Real Talk Podcast. My name is George, your host for today. Joined alongside Tyler and Cameron. Uh, Seth is not here today. He was not able to make this weekend. And honestly, 35 episodes in, I'm surprised this is the first time this has happened. I think we've done pretty good with timing. We did, however free record our guardians of the galaxy three spoiler review so when you get to that portion of the episode seth will join us Uh, we recorded that on may 4th last thursday um but regardless we are here recording episode 35 as always we are all over the place tiktok instagram twitter letterbox uh youtube and apple podcasts so make sure you're following make sure you're subscribed uh whatever you do on Apple Podcasts, if you follow, like, or subscribe, do it there as well. Um, Patreon, uh, we are there as well. We had our first Patreon watch-along last night. Second. I, second patron watch-along last night, my fault. Uh, last night we watched From Dusk Till Dawn, uh, which was uh, uh, fantastic. A lot of fun, good turnout. Uh, You know, if you want to be a part of those, check out the Patreon, check out the tiers, check out what we have to offer. We also have our fantastic Discord, uh, which is more active than I ever expected it to be. Um, But gentlemen, let's get right into this episode. Uh, Like we said, I feel like this is going to be a relatively short record of a week. Not a lot happened this week on the news front. Uh, We obviously got the big Dune 2 trailer. Uh, We have some news. We'll talk about the writer's strike. Uh, And then uh, we're not doing a draft this week. We are actually doing a trivia. I am pinning Cam versus Tyler. I have five categories of five five questions each. The Oscars, Marvel, George, A24, and Miscellaneous. So I'm very excited to get there. Um, Yes, there's a category about me. I love it. it. See how well you guys know me. Tyler, how was your week?
1: It's been a good week. Um, Nothing out of the ordinary too much. Uh, This upcoming week, I'll be going to D.C. for work, so that'll be a little fun. Fun little trip. I'm going to just, like, on Wednesday, I have, like, nothing planned, so I'm just going to walk around D.C. alone, just, like, sightsee and stuff. I've been there before, but it's been a while, so I'll go check that that stuff out. But, yeah, I'm pretty standard. Last night was fun. That that watch along was really fun. Just, like, From Dust Till Dawn just, like, the perfect movie to watch with people and not have to, like... Be silent and taken seriously the whole time it's just a fun yeah. like campy movie to watch along with some buddies so that was a fun time um but yeah nothing nothing i can think about technically like since guardians was last week i haven't gone to the theater since then so it's like i going through withdrawals so i'm like shaking a little bit I need to get <laughs> need to get inside a the theater or else it's uh, gonna get bad real soon but uh but yeah solid week
0: yeah that too we all the, the three of us had a chance to see guardians pretty early so this is like a there was no new big releases that, that we need to talk about in the podcast. Uh, I saw Sisu last night, but we've already kind of touched on that because Tyler saw it last week. But other than that, this was like the slowest week in terms of new
2: releases. Cam, how are you? I mean, you? not that. See, here's the problem. That's not true. This week is the Guardians of the Galaxy week. We, yeah. just, saw we just saw it last week. That's so fair. that's why it's slow. It's just, And you also saw it again. I did um, see it again. Yeah. So it was yeah, good. It was even better the second time. But it's so it's got, it's a big week of release. Most people will <laughs> right. be like the big week. Um, but week's been good. I will say, I think you, uh, I think you mentioned in the, um, in the like guardians review that like first time in 35 episodes we have someone gone so you also mentioned it here so it'll be funny that we just like oh dang. we're gonna get it twice and yeah because we recorded be this like,
1: like we, we recorded that what like <laughs> five days ago at this point four yeah. days ago so it's like i i forgot half have the he they're probably right. that's, no, no, that's
2: fine um it's been a good week uh didn't get to see guardians again which kind of stinks but that's all right uh got a new puppy last week i feel like I'm, I'm gonna have to go get him um and and reveal him on the pod but he i did like come home so this morning i woke up went and got some stuff for emma um we, I went and got coffee for us and came home and then the house the downstairs just smelled like shit and i'm like yeah he definitely shitting is great and, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened so that's why i asked if we could move it a little bit more a little bit behind because i was just cleaning up shit um yeah so that's always fun the uh the beauties of having a new (laughs) a new puppy um that's kind of been taking up my week just an entertaining week with him but y'all talk i'm getting in all right let's uh whenever
0: cam gets back let's go a little out of order this week just since we've already pre-recorded that guard interview let's go right now what we've been watching this week um we could start i'll start since i probably threw you off with the change of of direction here tyler i apologize it's been a slow week for me but i was able to check off more from my watch list than i ever have in like one week which isn't like that many i watched host which is a horror film uh seth recommended to me it was one of those like webcam horror movies i said i like i love that concept but if you're not really like scaring the shit out of me with those movies it's not going to be effective there's cam's new dog if you're just listening to this episode,
2: I'm sorry you're missing this, but Cam is showing his new dog Echo. See, y'all saw him last night on the Watch Long, but yeah, we did. This is the official Real Talk on inaugura- inauguration, or what was the what was the king thing last night or uh, yesterday? Coronation. Yeah, it's yeah. the coronation of Real Talk it, Puppy. Man, that puppy is
0: active. The yeah. dog
1: is nervous for his day. Yeah, day.
0: <laughs> dog's on air right now. All right, continue. Um, I also watched We're All Going to the World's Fair, which was uh, interesting. uh, Isn't that another one of
1: those webcam horrors, or is that not?
0: It's not like a, like the screen isn't like a Zoom page. It's like this girl is just kind of like, she does this thing called the World's Fair, which is like this online, like uh, virtual reality, like immersive, like horror experience and you basically just like watch her like dive into madness. It is filmed from like her laptop cameras, but like, it's not like she's on webcam with anyone. Um, and some of the movie is not filmed that way. Some of the movie is filmed like normally. Um, and I also finally watched Moon Age Daydream, which I really, really enjoyed. Uh, that's the uh, David Bowie documentary. I've I've been putting that off for way too long, but it's finally on uh, HBO Max. Um, yeah. I was surprised or,
1: you put that off that long. Cause like, that's been, a, I don't know how long it's been out, but that just always yeah. to me seemed like something that was like right up your alley or something. I like know.
0: I've been meaning to watch it forever, and then I finally saw it on the HBO Max homepage, and I was like, all right, let's 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 finally just watch this. And I know a lot of people, I think Sydney has it in like our top five of last year or something, so a lot of people rated highly. Uh, rewatched Guardians 3, better the second time around. Finally watched Sisu, uh, and like I was telling Tyler last night, this was like gearing up to be a very like high four, low four and a half for me, and then like, no spoilers, but like, the last act just it gets so out of control with like like how much you have to suspend reality and just compare it to like the first two acts of the film it just was so off putting for me. And it's, then like last John, night, it's like John,
1: it's like John Wick three when he like falls off like that building. Yeah, it's like ten times that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, there's so many moments in that just the third act alone where I was like, all right, we're we're really pushing it right now. Uh, And then last night, I watched From Dusk Till Dawn, uh, which was, that was my first time watching that movie. So I'm happy we picked that for the watch along. Um, And I I did enjoy that. I gave that a four out of five stars. And then right after, I killed Sing Street because that is uh, the movie review that we are going to be uh, talking about uh, on this week's Real Quick episode. So there's your announcement. If you have not seen Sing Street and you want to be in the know and kind of understand what we're talking about when that Real Quick drops... Get around to watching sing street i also just highly recommend it in general cam what have you been watching star wars
2: yeah yeah it's star wars week so i was watching star wars this, this is like a national uh holiday for myself i feel like i should get work off and everything um watch sing street like you mentioned watch guardians one and half of two um so i'll finish two and then log it or whatever uh what else did I watch? Just a whole lot of nothing. I'm I'm the worst on this podcast because it's just all Star Wars recently. <laughs> but I you know, I, oh well, obviously from Dust Till Dawn last night, which we mentioned. Uh I just I don't get to the theater more than once a week. So what? eventually, now that all these movies that I missed early on in the year are starting to get on VOD, just gonna grind through those probably. But I have to I I can't stop Star Wars, man. I gotta keep going. It just takes where are you? Where are you in your watch? I'm through season one of Rebels. So it's crazy
0: you're also including the TV shows.
2: Yeah, I think I'm more than halfway at this point. so like Clone Wars is obviously the longest medium seven seasons of like yeah. 22 show two episodes through three through Obi-wan Kenobi show through solo. So I feel like I'm more than halfway. Two seasons of Bad Batch I've already done. I don't Love know. I'm, ho- I'm hoping I'm over the hump. I'm hoping I'm <laughs> over the hump. You know, Bad Batch by the way, much better in second season. I didn't like I that. like first
0: season. I feel like I'm like the only one that like expresses my like interest in that show
2: period, mm-hmm. but first season 1 I thoroughly enjoy. You know I watch everything. Uh I I also do think it works. There some some shows are just meant and this is bad now in streaming age, but some shows are just meant to be binged. You know, I don't remember back then week to week for like a twenty-two minute show had to be brutal, man. Yeah, I just like so I didn't have any interest in like watching sixteen episodes week to week, twenty-two minutes an episode. Just I don't know, it wasn't I'd rather do I'd rather binge that yeah, kind of show. Yeah, like watching like I I only watched The Office. I think live, like, the last season. I was late to the office party. I That's me with How I Met Your Mother. I never watched The Office Watch. Yeah, and the I office
0: like I remember going from, like, binging, what, eight, nine seasons to, like, watching it week mm-hmm. by week, and I was like, this is just – these episodes are too short to be
2: not binged. Mm-hmm. The, How I Met Your Mother at least felt like a, like – it felt like we were building towards something you know I towards guess. the mother and then kill her off you suck <laughs> writers of that show you're spoiler, an idiot spoiler we're gonna have one viewer who's currently watching how about your mother just to hear that tough, <laughs>
0: tough. Tyler, what have you been watching
1: oh uh, let's see going back to before last week's pod, or since last week's pod i watched some 2023 releases i watched dog gone which is a netflix movie with rob low uh it's about mm. a, a kid named fielding who gets a dog named gonker and like that's so dumb and i wanted to like make fun of it in my review but then it was like based on a true stories so i'm like oh god there are real people that are named this but i just hated it it's like it's just like a classic dog gets lost that's to try to find it but like the whole like things like about like how he's he like gets a dog when he's in college and he's like so irresponsible and doesn't understand how much of like a commitment they are and i'm just like this is a dumb movie like i don't feel bad for you that you lost your dog like you're an asshole like you're like because like Basically, like, the dog would always be getting, like, interrupting his parents' Zoom meetings and always getting in the neighbor's yard, and she's like, this guy's, like, such an incompetent dog owner, and then, of course, it gets lost. Like, you suck. Like, you don't deserve this dog. I hope it finds <laughs> a different family. Um, Washing Nasferatu, which came out 101 years ago, so I'm ready for the Robert Eggers remake. We, I know we've talked about that, like, in so many episodes of the pod, but I don't actually know when it's coming out. I'm guessing, like, 2024 at some point, but ready for that now. Got all the lore down. Uh, rewatched Monster House, faced some childhood traumas, so got that taken care of, um, honestly, like, a just a good movie, like, when I rewatched it, like, it's actually, like, like, you watch it as a kid, and, you're like, it's terrifying, you watch it as an adult, you're like, there's some good themes going on here, actually, um, rewatched 7, also, didn't love it as much as I remember. That's the same as Zodiac. Like I don't know if it's just a David Fincher thing for me, but it's just like I, I loved Zodiac in 7 when I was younger. And then I rewatched him now, and I just didn't love him as much. Riley fell asleep like immediately. She's like, that was the most boring 45 minutes of a movie I've ever seen in my life, which <laughs> I kind of agree what when I rewatched it. Me. I was like, this is way you're more killed. of a slow burn than I thought.
0: I I do feel the same about Zodiac. I, and Zodiac I think for sure, a, sure is a slow burn. Yeah, Zodiac I used to love. Zodiac used to be like the easiest five out of five on for me on Letterbox. And I rewatched it maybe like a year ago, and I was like, "This is a
2: lot." Mm-hmm.
3: So Force good, man. Pace. I watch
2: I watch it again, and I love it more and more.
3: I've
1: probably seen Zodiac like six times at this point in my life because I remember the first time I saw it, like I was like holding my breath through the Jake Gyllenhaal basement scene. I was like, "This is amazing." And then like the second, immediately the second time I watched it, I was like. This isn't that great and then I just keep doing, I like all I the killing scenes are so bad.
2: <laughs> I've only seen seven once. I, I watch Zodiac quite often. I don't know why. And but I love I, I love Zodiac mm. for some reason.
1: Um let's see what else. Watch Baby Driver. Um good movie. Baby I think Driver. the only other time I'd seen it, I think was like in theaters, so been a while since I very cancelable cast, but other than that, solid movie. Pope's Exorcist,
2: something. Wow. Is
1: there only, <laughs> so is,
0: there only just, right. is there only
1: just is there only just two in the cast? That, or am I missing one? Like, it's
0: Ansel Elgort and, and
2: Kevin uh, Spacey. And Kevin Spacey. So I'm it's sure there's the a cat. more
1: cancelable cast out there that has three people Fuck or something. But, uh, but yeah, still not not great. Uh, the Pope's Exorcist was not what I was expecting at all. Just like a very because it says it's like based on a true story. So like I'm like obviously it's gonna be like stretched. But like the final thirty minutes, I'm like, how is this ever based on a true story? This goes <laughs> like. But, like, almost barbarian levels of bonkerness. I'm like, there's just no way this is a true story. (laughs) Or else they're really stretching it. Um, Seth's not here, but he'll be happy. to know, I watched another Bergman. I watched Autumn Sonata. Um, Very, very freaking good movie.
2: Um, what'd you call it? That he did not, he, he didn't pick up on, the I said, I'm watching,
1: I, I'm watching fall poetry, fall poetry that was funny, uh, yeah. just cause I always make fun, like, cause he would always be like, Oh, I'm watching wild strawberries or I'm watching autumn sonata. And it's always like, I feel like he's just taking two words and putting them together yeah, at this he's point riley and i watched the meg which is just so fun like i just great
3: i love it such
1: a dumb <laughs> movie but i had so much fun with it and like literally like i was telling cam i was like literally like the next day i was still thinking back to it. i was like i i just had fun with that man like i'm excited for the second one
2: like just was uh was the part that so you said riley said there's a scene that she just dies laughing that you're not supposed to was that when the first uh, when they think they've captured the Meg, and all of a sudden there's a second Meg.
1: I can't. It's like when the guy, when one of the guys is like floating on his back in the ocean, and like everything everything seems like it's okay, and then he just gets swallowed. Which I think that might be because I think I, like at that point when they have caught the uh, yeah, other yeah meg on the boat.
2: caught the other Meg, yeah and he's like who is like clearly yeah. not the Meg. It's like it's like a twenty pound shark or something. They're like we've got it.
1: <laughs> what I love it's about that 20 movie 20 is pounds. like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like it, it, it it's so campy. <laughs> But, like, they spend, like, 20 minutes describing, like, the complex science of, like, how the Meg, like, the temperature changes in the water, yeah. like, created a pocket that allowed. I'm like, you don't need to explain this right now. Just, like, I it's, gotta it's go a back and
3: watch movie. that thing,
2: man. I saw that in 3DX where it, like, split – it, like, hits you with some water. Oh, God. <laughs> it's <awesome>. Incredible. With <laughs> yeah. all the
1: blood, just, like, sprays ketchup at the audience. <laughs> yeah, or that would be awesome. Oh, uh, but, yeah, and then other than that, watch The Tudor, which is another 2023 movie, which everyone commented on my Letterboxd reviewer. They're like, where do you find these movies? It was I a theatrical release, but uh, it's one of those, it's just, like, such a Netflix thriller movie, but it was, like, released in theaters because, like, Noah Schnapps in it, and I think he just has, like, a crazy social media reach. So, like, oh, maybe we'll get some no. tickets sold.
3: Yeah,
2: Classic. Um,
1: but yeah, and then, does. then the only other thing was the World's End. So I finished the Cornetto trilogy plus the the bonus one because I also watched Paul. So like all the I think those are all the si- Simon and Peg movies that they've done as a duo together. Those four, but
0: yeah, wait, is, is well, Paul's not Edgar, right? Too no, it's
1: not. But like no, it's just, it's, say, it's the same two okay. two lead characters. So like I. It's like the the second cousin of the Cornetto yeah. trilogy. Okay. It's like okay. I feel okay. like they so did I... the Cornetto trilogy, and like Edgar Wright was like, "I'm moving on to other stuff," but they're, the actors are kind of like, "I kind of want to do another movie together. Let's let's, okay. let's find okay. some guys." Okay. I love yeah.
0: I love science. I love yeah, they're fun. How would you rank the Cornetto trilogy?
1: Uh, in release order, I think Shaun of the Dead was my favorite, then like a teeny tiny step down to Hot Fuzz, and then like a decent step down to The World's End.
0: Okay, that's exactly how I rank it. I, I think I have. Shaun of the Dead, like a like not way higher, but higher than Hot Fuzz. Like, I don't think they're that close um and then that world's end is my last ride. i like
1: paul, paul more than the world's end too world's i gotta to rewatch paul
0: paul is like we're just one of those comedies i feel like comes up in conversation every so often and i'm like wow i always forget about that movie
1: weirdly stacked cast like seth rogan plays the alien yeah. And like there, there's so many other like side characters like that are in the movie for so little like jane lynch and yeah. like bill Hader, like all these minor characters they're like oh shit like you're a big name to be in this movie for 30
0: seconds yeah <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. It is time for a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 review. If you notice, Seth has joined us. We had a little bit of... uh, Hello, Seth. Um, We we had a little bit of a time crunch this week in terms of getting everyone on the podcast. So we are recording the Guardians 3 spoiler review right now. It is Thursday, May 4th. Happy Star Wars Day. The rest of the episode, everything you are seeing, was recorded on Sunday. Uh, Obviously, we want to get out the simple, same content we get out, uh, you know, every single week to you guys. So uh, we're recording this episode two different times. If you notice, I'm in a different location. Tyler's room looks a little different. We're wearing different clothes. Seth is now with us. Welcome, Seth. So let's just jump. Yeah,
3: they you. <laughs> <it. laughs>
2: They're confident people.
0: If you guys missed that, Seth is with us now just in case. Yeah. Um, but let's just jump right into it. Uh last week we we gave our non-spoiler free uh our non-spoiler reviews. Um, Seth, I want to start with you since you didn't participate last week. You hadn't seen the movie. Let's start with your, your very brief thoughts on Guardians 3. Uh obviously it's your favorite MCU movie. You made that yeah. very clear on Twitter and TikTok. So let's get your your very quick thoughts before we jump into the, the spoiler part of the episode.
4: Yeah, so I've said before that the Guardians are like kind of my favorite thing in the MCU because I just feel like they work as standalone films. And James Gunn, in my opinion, I'm sure in most people's opinions, is probably the most talented filmmaker in terms of writing. And I just appreciate the fact that MCU gives oh. James Gunn the freedom.
2: I assume you mean in comic book movies, or do you just mean, like, most talented, well, Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. I well, assumed I, re- I just I wanted to make really,
4: sure. I, I can't really say, like, Zack Snyder, for example, because I've not seen anything. So it's like, and he, I don't... Don't worry, and he's not, so it's fine.
0: Stuff stop, stop. So. But, <laughs>
4: but it's hard for me to say that when I've seen... You know, my favourite Zack Snyder film was Dawn of the Dead, and I haven't seen anything else, so... you know oh, 300, actually. He did 300, didn't he? Yeah, 300. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... I really 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 liked it and more than just kind of liked it for an mcu film i think everyone was quite surprised twitter was in a ruckus waiting for i had messages like i left the cinema and like you guys are tweeted about it. i had messages about this um and i I think it's (laughs) important to note that like i i didn't like this for an MCU film, I just liked this. Does that make sense? I didn't like this more than the average film. I just really liked this as a standalone project. I think it was a perfect send-off. I think it was it had, you know, it had some issues, which I'll go into kind of more in the spoilers, but I think some marvel issues that we do tend to see and then they're not really gonna escape from fully. Um that, that that aren't my favorite things, but I think it was very minimal. I think it was hilarious. I, I laughed. I cried that's a fucking Marvel film. What's wrong with me? Like I'm talking multiple cries as well. Not just like a tear. I'm talking like by the end I was like, I could barely see. Um I think I think all the characters worked really well. It, it was exactly what I wanted. It was a great send-off for for my favorite portion. Uh yeah. It was my my, my favorite post of the MCU. So I'll go into it more with with spoilers, but right now it's a 4.5 for me, which makes it my first 4.5 in the MCU, my highest MCU rated movie. And actually I did check, this is officially my fourth, fifth highest superhero movie ever. Oh, I thought it was third. It was, but I I didn't count. So I've got, it would be Dark Knight, then it would be The Incredibles, and then it would Mm. be In... Into the Spider-Verse, and then it would be the Batman, and then mm. it would be this. So, I, w- when I was thinking about it, for some reason, animated movies-I know, incredible for me, There's, especially the Incredibles. I don't really like, do you know, what I mean, as a superhero film, it didn't come to my mind straight away. Yeah, it's fantastic. But, so, for film. Yeah. yeah. Top five is. is uh, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> I really liked it, it was very surprising. I'll go into it more with spoilers, but um, it was it was great,
2: it was yeah, really good.
0: It, trust me, I think I speak on behalf of all of our followers that we are very excited that you enjoyed this movie.
2: Yeah. Um, think,
0: all right, but let's go for it, Cam.
2: I think this is my fifth highest rated. Superhero movie ever? I think I got Dark Knight, Spider-Verse, Logan, Infinity War, this. Where do you have? The Batman's so not- 95. Did you drop Spider-Man. the Batman? No, it's always been a 95. Oh,
3: what, um, what did you
0: give this, a 98 or an 96. Okay, oh. so five, six, five out of five superhero movies. Well, that yeah. that shows just how highly we rated. I mean, I also give it. a four Where's and the half?
2: Incredibles come? Uh, and also a ninety-five, actually, so seven, so right. still five of them. Beautiful. Nice. So, yeah. the, oh, yeah.
0: so spoiler talk. I I gave it a four and a half. Uh, Seth gave it a four and a half. Cam and Tyler gave it a five out of five. So let's jump into 96. spoilers. And again, I cannot stress this enough. The movie only came out like five days ago for a lot of people. So if you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, please just skip ahead like, I don't know, maybe like 40, 45 minutes. We have the timestamps in there. Yeah, we we have the 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 timestamps, just skip ahead. Uh, This is not a movie we want. Yeah, just go to the last episode for our spoiler free thoughts. Um, Let's start with just the general synopsis of this movie or not even a synopsis, just how grounded this movie feels. There's no tang there's no connection here really to, to the larger MCU movie. I think Cam mentioned last week that this is the second MCU movie now. That that's has like that a, could be
2: wrong, but yeah, I think that but is. It, I, that, yeah, I either think way, true. that
0: like summarizes what we're trying to say is this movie has like basically no connection to the greater MCU. There's, there's no, there's no mention of, Ka- <clears throat> excuse me. There's no mention of Kang. There's no mention of like any other uh, Avengers characters. Um, and I, I, that's, what I thoroughly enjoy about these Guardians movies, like Seth said, they just feel like such standalone movies. So, again, we're getting spoilers, so leave if you haven't seen the movie. This movie is basically about uh the, the Guardians on an effort, uh, on a journey to to save Rocket. Uh, the movie opens with Adam Warlock uh, basically ravaging through nowhere. He puts Nebula in a blender. He puts Drax in a blender. He bucks up rocket um so we'll start there and i i I mentioned this last week again i that was one of my favorite character introductions in the mcu it was so brutal there were so many moments where i was like wow are we about to lose a main character in the first 15 minutes of this movie and i want to shout out and i'm sorry i don't have her name like who plays mantis um
3: Oh, But there Uh are
0: multiple scenes where she's like crying and screaming. And I was like, wow, like that is hitting me. Like every time Drax got like smacked down, she was like belting out in tears like Drax, no. Oh, my God. And I was like, wow, are we about to fucking lose someone? Um, So we'll start there. And I want to start with Tyler because I know, Tyler, you mentioned also last week that you do enjoy just how like small scale this movie is.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I I will say Adam Warlock's initial intro when he was like flying to the sky, I didn't like. I thought that looked like a little bit like The Rock in Black Adam. Didn't love it, but yeah, like the whole scene of him being introduced was amazing. My favorite part about that too is the trailers that we all saw for the past few months. So much of them were the first fifteen minutes of this movie, like Chris Pratt being carried off. Like immediately, he's like, "You thought we were gonna have them be dead? This is them carrying him off." No, this is the first. 30 like two minutes of the movie but yeah it felt so self-contained i really love that like i said like everything from the trailer was like in the first 15 minutes of the movie so they really didn't give away much at all and yeah like that's what i said before we started recording this like this is going to be probably my most rewatched mcu movie just because you don't need to worry about precursor knowledge and again we don't know but i'm assuming you don't need to worry about where this leaves off funneling into a bunch of other stuff that you have to care on for storylines you can just watch this as its own thing but yeah, Adam Warlock. I loved him, but like, yeah, from the intro scene, you would have thought we would have got a lot more of him in this movie, but we didn't. Which, it was fine. I would have liked more of him, but I wouldn't say I'm detracting from the movie because of it. I think the way his character ended up being was well done, but yeah, I wish we would have got more of Will Poulter because I thought he was really, really funny in this.
0: Yeah, I thought he was, and I, I maybe I'm mistaken the way I read like all the marketing material and, and the way I like looked into the trailer. I really thought he was going to be the main antagonist as opposed to the High Evolutionary uh but the reason and again i also said i wish we got more of adam warlock just because i thought will poulter was great i thought he was his like comedic
4: timing scene, is so the one good. scene
0: where he gets like stabbed with an arrow and he's like who did that and then he kind of walks off and goes babies i yeah. was like that's so funny and like he has this like it was funny the scene with
4: that- the the animal where he's like yeah. <laughs> i'm sad now and it's like it's sad because he's crying and stuff like yeah. that. his comedic timing
3: <laughs> yeah i he was you know what, he wasn't obviously
4: like,
2: coming from, like, we're the Millers. Like, he clearly is a good comedian. Well, yeah, yeah, he sure, knows what he's like doing. He in English films, like, he's he's very... I, I just think he's... I think he's
4: brilliant. I really, really do. I think, to be fair, he didn't get, like... He didn't get a decent amount of screen time, and I think it made it good because every time he was on screen, I enjoyed every second he was in it. Yeah. I think... I think my issue with Marvel a lot is the... Especially with like a villain, an antagonist, they'll try and spin a lot of humor onto it, which doesn't necessarily land well, other than the Guardians films. But with his character, it worked in such a way where he was kind of this innocent being who was just created to torture, but he had this persona that didn't kind of allow him to do that. I I just found him really interesting.
2: Um, he was I, definitely uh,
4: one of my favorite characters of the film, I would say.
2: Just uh, while we're on the subject of him, I I'm kind of the opposite, and in, in George, like I, I very you know, I, I read into it way too much before the movie come out. So it comes out. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a far, far from home situation where like, you know, Mysterio is the villain, even though all the trailers are showing that he's not because it's very clearly like the same as in the comic books, he's, he's the villain. Um, and, and this is this was no different for me personally, in the sense that like Adam Warlock is a key member of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, in the comics. So you kind of we're, f- we're full spoilers, right? We're just spoiling everything. We're just credit, going for the post-credit scene, in the yeah. mid-credit scene, yeah. I guess it sets up, like, the new team of Guardians. And he- he's obviously on it. Well, I know didn't of-
4: know that. So kind of, so, like, you know, with Far From Home, yeah. like you mentioned, I remember watching Far From Home and actually being genuinely quite surprised with hmm. the turnaround because I, I'm and, a fucking eye anything about and that. And
2: that's not, and yeah. I don't even know how I would feel, like, if I was genuinely surprised. That's not, like, that's something I I enjoy to, like, look into these so i wasn't i wasn't upset that i knew mysterio was the villain that was something like i knew i was getting myself into and it's kind of like this like i know i'm when i'm diving deep into like what could this movie be about you know i know i'm probably gonna figure some stuff out but i i I like how they used him and i think it i think it is a benefit almost to the movie that you're like damn i wish i had more of him and it's it's like it's kind of like in thor love and thunder where You know, everyone's favorite movie, but at the very least, you wish you got more God Gore the God Butcher, butcher, and I'd prefer that rather to um, a villain where you're like, "This guy kind of sucks," but I I, I wish I got less of them. You know, I also
3: with Gore the
0: Yeah, in Thor: Love and Thunder, like Gore the God Butcher was the main antagonist. So if you're sitting Mm -hmm. there thinking, "Okay, I wish we got more of the main antagonist," there's a problem. The High Evolutionary. mm -hmm. He was in the movie, and he was there, mm-hmm. and he was a really good character. Sweet. Obviously, we mentioned last week that we all loved his acting performance like crazy.
2: Um, what was his name? Uh, Chuck, Chuck Wood- Woody. It's Chuck Woody Awuji. And also, yeah. like, dumb fucks. he was That's fantastic. Like, sorry, not you three, but just internet general. That's like one of James Gunn's best friends, you idiots. And everyone's yeah. mad about James Gunn's wife. The main man, yeah. the main villain in this movie is his best friend. I thought you were gonna touch on the well and his brother Sean Gunn, right?
3: Well, yeah Sean is yeah, in, he's in everything. Sean, I, thought, I in thought
1: you were gonna touch on Cam how everyone on the internet's like, oh, he was so good in this. I hope he bring. I hope James Gunn brings him into the DC universe. It's yeah. like he's already in the DC no.
3: universe. I he's like, there, I, like I like yeah, is
2: it? He? Yeah, he, yes, he's yeah. Myrn in uh in Peacemaker. Yeah, oh. which I understand what that tweet was. I understand like the DCEU is resetting, but also Peacemaker is getting a season two. So you know it's not resetting. So Didn't did mean to that? That, doesn't, yeah. matter. doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah, matter. no. All
0: right. Anyways, so I, I know if I texted you guys beforehand that we're not gonna like really go go like scene by scene, but I, I kind of put together a couple of bullet notes. So Adam obviously just ravages through nowhere, leaving Rocket as, as injured as possible. Um the the wounds that uh rocket had basically did not allow H- how do i explain this properly was, like they couldn't access his kill switch or something or like they couldn't touch him because no, his kill he switch had to kill go off
3: yeah
2: he had a kill switch in his heart because okay. he's obviously a creature of the high evolutionary yeah. they need to you know it's, it's plot armor. which so like yeah. the health
1: pack that they have for him it's not it doesn't allow for the health pack to regenerate him like basically yeah. the high evolutionary gets to choose if he lives or dies
0: Okay. So, anyways, that that's when we're basically introduced to the high evolutionary, and that's when we start to get a lot of um Rocket's backstory, which I think everyone expected going into this movie. They did not hide the fact that I think Rocket was the main character of this movie. We're gonna get a lot of his backstory. Um, I loved every part of his backstory. It was so sad, but you're seeing it through the eyes of like this innocent little raccoon. So he doesn't really understand like what's truly going on until he kind of gets thrown in a cage with uh, the, the otter, the... Uh,
2: uh, Lila, Teefs and...
0: Lila, Teeps, and Floor. Oh, floor, yeah yeah. <laughs> floor. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that was... Lila, Teeps. Say, I'm going yeah. <laughs> to name myself Floor because I'm lying on a floor. If I were yeah. there, I'd be like nice, a stupid name. Pick something else.
2: I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I um, will say, did you guys touch on, like, Peter being drunk at the start and then them carrying him to his bed. Like that's, no, so that's, that's like the movie. first like group shot, right? And that's like the yeah. big ending in the trailer. And there, oh, right. there was yeah, all we these, touched on that. okay, yeah. yeah. There's all these theories of like, is Peter dead in this, e- you know, like obviously he's not, but it's funny that that was just like at the very start and he's just passed out. That that would have been, like if that was
0: actually the ending of the movie, and, and- that would have been the craziest thing to put in a trailer.
2: Yeah, I, I know, and, but it's it's also one of those things like where Peter obviously was freaking out over Rocket, you know, the big the big shot in the trailer where was like, yeah, Rocket, yeah, yeah, Rocket's dying. I thought that was going to happen at the start because the lighting was kind of similar and I'm like, holy shit. It ship, was, I, just,
4: I noticed that. Yeah, I said that's they, right. They, yeah, it pulled it was, the, they
2: pulled a fast one on us because I was yeah. like, oh, Rocket's not going to die. But then he's, he's kind of sidelined like other than his backstory for like yeah. 90% of this movie.
0: Yeah, but that, oh my God, that backstory sets up like that final like when rocket's like going off with Mm -hmm. Groot it it made it so much better because he's like facing up against the high evolutionary like one-on-one or not one-on-one like against his henchmen and oh, and i mentioned it before we even started recording this podcast camp before you get here when rocket like jumps off Groot and it's a slow-mo shot of him and he's like i'm rocket raccoon my -hmm. theater lost fucking mind. that scene was so fucking amazing um I Moving will say, yeah, just go. to say,
4: right? I don't think I heard one laugh out loud last night. Really? No. When way. I went to fucking Ant-Man, Quantum Shittier, <laughs> all I heard was right laughs out loud, and then shocked when when like something happened. I was probably laughing the most there, which is like oh. fucking wild. My was Why are you not laughing at the gold films? Yeah, like, every you're
0: laughing. Single time, every single time, oh. Drax like uttered.
2: Second best friend. I, I, I. Honestly, me and and
4: Anna were laughing. No one else. He's
3: crying.
2: There's one thing in this. There's a recurring joke in this movie, and I think it's recurring in the throughout the Guardians. Uh, This is my favorite part in this movie specifically. But I think, and I didn't rewatch him. I think it's recurring throughout the Guardians. No one calls him a raccoon. They're like that fucking hamster or something and every time someone it's the gerbil or whatever they call them, and every time it has me dying laughing they're like why is that why is that rat on the ceiling or whatever i don't know why that's my favorite recurring joke in this adam Orlaw called him a rabbit at the start the one
0: like clint marvel released yeah did
4: you guys uh there was like one scene that had me dying i don't even know if it was that funny it was when they were in the fucking whatever it's called, um, and Gamora had that that girl like, Yora. She had she was holding and she had the gun to her head and whatever. and she caught, she said that, that guy
2: looked like a carrot. And after <laughs> oh, it shows, a, yeah.
4: it shows a shot of him, and he's like, "Was he's that on, like, or,
2: was that on like, Orgo Corp?" Yeah, that's oh, the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. or- that,
4: yeah. It was his face. After Is that, what I'm it was, yeah, dying. That that's scene. so funny, man. That was yeah, so I, that's... funny. And that I, whole sequence yeah. in that place was amazing. I
0: love the, the movie, movie. And I'd like to hear your Cam specifically. I'd like to hear your thoughts because Tyler, I know you tweeted that this is the funniest MCU movie, like yeah. the most emotional. Do you agree with that, Cam? Is
2: this the funniest MCU I, movie? I, I think it probably is. I really do think Thor Ragnarok is one of the funniest. Yeah. this, yeah, is, probably be, um, this yeah. is probably number I, one. This
4: is probably number. I'd go this be number one. Guardians one be number two, and uh, Thor Ragnarok
2: probably. Yeah, guardians. I, th- I
0: think I have Guardians 3 and Ragnarok are it's both just my James,
2: it's just James Gunn man yeah. so funny
0: he this is this is this movie is the best balance of, of comedy and drama and emotion but oh, yeah. um the guardians end up meeting up uh, with the ravagers and the uh, surprise quill finds out uh, uh Gamora, Gamora is, yeah. um is alive um
2: the leader of the, ravagers. the
0: leader of the yeah she's not only alive she is wait, the wait. leader of the ravagers
2: wait we knew she was alive though like you knew she yeah, was alive we did
0: but peter he
2: quill did. did not yeah he did no. he saw her in endgame man
1: he knew he
0: just, i thought yeah
2: but he's in game he saw her and she kicks him in the nuts remember
0: yeah no i know i could have sworn he thought that he got like that she got dusted away at the end
2: no, because they're looking at, at the end, at the very end, when Thor goes onto the ship, he's looking at oh, a picture of right, her and they're right, going go to go, right. yeah, sorry. Okay. You, no, sorry. no, Then I misread that. I The
0: entire time I was watching the movie, I thought he thought she was dead. And that's what Nebula wasn't okay. telling him. But I guess, okay. then what was Nebula like holding back that just she knew where she was? I think red, she was helping. Yeah, I think
2: he obviously yeah. just wants to find her and fall back in love. And Nebula wasn't even telling him she was in contact with her okay
0: all right yeah. that makes sense yeah, um so they, they meet up with uh with gamora um and the ravagers and that's when gamora uh tells them i think about Orgosphere, um which is basically like where they're uh where rockets like what is it like rockets documentation or rockets files are basically yeah, stored files
2: of how he was created.
0: They're, yeah they're hoping it will tell them how to like override the kill switch and that's when Maybe my favorite fight scene in the whole MCU takes place. Really? Or, one, or one of them. Just mm-hmm. the one where they're fighting all the Orgosphere uh, go- Oh, the mix. big one. Bro, they're getting smacked down. And again, mm-hmm. just right back to like Mantis' acting. I thought that scene, we were going to lose Drax for mm-hmm. sure. This yeah, movie Ball oh, was get yeah, like, out of us. Yeah, 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 Like he got popped in the chest and yeah, he was down. In him. His
3: Dude, he got rocked. Yeah, yeah. He got I rocked.
2: Sorry, uh, just like <laughs> skipping ahead like three minutes. I loved like when he's like, maybe if I can talk to them, we'll we'll be able to get them to stop fighting or something. And uh, then she connects yeah, them, yeah. and he's like, yeah, I'm not that stupid. Because I was I was about to be like, oh, not this. Like this is yeah. this is about to be dumb. And he's like, yeah, I'm not that.
4: And we just yeah. reverse a bit as well where <laughs> Mantis made made that security guard
0: fall in love with Drax. That was so good. <laughs> that was so it bad. was just so like, it's just I don't know, man. It's just it makes everything. it even better because like that was the first time we saw it, but Drax is like, I hate when you
3: do that. Yeah, yeah. Clearly she it like a, this is yeah, this like is interesting. Because there
4: was one bit when they get to come what's it called? The place was called Orgo 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 Spear. Spear. The Orgo Spear. there was one bit Orgo. and Orgo. it was probably the the joke that least landed for me. It did make me quite a lot it was basically when they're like they get caught by the, the weird bubble security guards and they're in the boiler suits and they're like and then mantis like screams and calls him a dickhead i'm not gonna lie that that was out of that bit that was like i don't remember that opinion.
3: enough but maybe but that, I thought it was like terrible however
1: the part where when nathan filion plays who plays master karja came in and he was like yeah, we got one of those guys too yeah, that like yeah. the boss. No, 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 no. That, was okay. that was one of my favorite is, parts of the whole movie. No,
4: no, this is what I'm saying. So they they're in the they're in the boiler suits, they're pretending whatever they're the engineers, they've just come into the to, to yeah, seal the yeah. hole, whatever. He comes in and they're like, Yeah, we're we're engineers and it's like, oh, can we just let's just, you know, take it <laughs> hated that bit. However, okay,
3: that's
4: fair. thirty seconds later, when he's like, <laughs> We've got one of these guys too, and he just points to this weird looking geese behind. It's like he's his like, nephew <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's obviously like, <laughs> yeah. And then that recurring joke happened at least two or three times with him. That yeah. was so. And it went like from as... my least favorite scene to one of my favorite
2: scenes in this minute. That's like that as great. the suits are—they like ejected the suits and they're floating off in the background. Yeah. And at yeah, first, yeah. they it's don't really. Them. I, yeah, I don't think they really comment on it at first, and I just see them in the background. And I started buying it. Okay. I made, that. I that, yeah. that was that was good scene.
0: Uh, so then moving on, uh, they at the end of the scene where they're on Orgosphere, they. Come to a conclusion that one of the high evolutionaries' doctors uh may have um an Who's override code or something i don't know saved it
2: saved, saved it in his head i've seen yeah, that no, guy he saved before.
0: it in his head um so that's when they decide to visit um counter-earth and before they get to counter-earth oh my god like a, yeah we'll talk about it so good but, but before they get to counter-earth there's uh there's a really like I don't even know if I would call it emotional, but there's a really nice scene, or not even nice, it's kind of heartbreaking between Gamora and Pratt, uh, or Gamora and um, Peter, sandwich. where Gamora is basically like, "Stop! Like, stop trying to, you know, turn me into who I used to be. Like, that's not yeah. me. I don't remember mm-hmm. that person at all." It was really great. Just, it was yeah, it was really just a nice scene because you kind of expected it to happen. I didn't think, like, when I, Gamora stepped into the scene, I didn't think it was going to be like a two conversations, and then she, like, falls for Peter. I like that, like, the no, whole movie is, like... That would have been dumb. If I was gonna say... You
4: know, if at the end, she'd have been, like, I realize
0: yeah, now. It, like, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really like happy they
2: didn't get together. No, no, I think same, that made same, it so same. much same. better.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 I think them not getting together also makes, like, Peter's decision at the end of the movie to leave the Guardians mm. and go to his grandpa just a lot easier, obviously. And,
2: and this is why I'm very much gonna tweet, and strictly for clicks later, that... Gamora and Quill have the same energy as the ending of La La Land. I'm just, that's, that's, that's going to be my tweet. Yeah. Bad, better. 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 Wow. Stop Stop. Better. It's not better. I mean, I, I mean, I get where you're going, going, but Gamora in,
1: didn't have, like, she wasn't feeling like Emma
0: Stone. She wasn't, yeah. Like, no, obviously. Yeah. She was not uh, in love with, but yeah, yeah that'll be a good, yeah, tweet,
2: good clip. Story. That actor is in Crazy Rich Asians. Just, uh, that's where I knew him from. That's stuff.
0: Yeah. It's um, so let's talk about Counter Earth, Seth, because your favorite scene in the MCU is there.
2: <laughs> the, no, but it, did you no, laugh? I, it,
4: I, did. <laughs> I
3: did. I still uh, laughed. I still. Yeah, laughed.
0: I
4: was like, I said to one, I was like, I've seen this. I when this trailer came out, I replayed this shit like thirty times. I'm not gonna laugh. I'd like. I did laugh.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, it so it's funny. not even just that scene. It's just so fucking weird how they've got these things, these like live like these human shaped animals walking around in suits and they're like driving past them someone's getting mugged and like an owl is beating up a badger with a baseball bat and they're wearing it's just so weird and they've got their own language that it just works for me because this is where james gunn's artistic style that we don't get from the usual mcu just works tenfold because it's 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 originally creative it's bizarre and there wasn't many points during the uh new world I, I wasn't laughing like for example when drax was on was even on the sofa and he was like Boy, why, can't have have multi- why can't he have multi why can't he have multi purposes when he's like keeps getting told off lying down yeah so funny yeah. and all that sequence just was was brilliant because i just i love seeing weird shit and that you're not gonna get much weirder than that are you let's be no, fair like the That's creativity I
1: mean. was off the charts like the so many unique different costume designs production designs character designs creature designs like every single Mm -hmm. minute of this movie you're introduced to some new weird bizarre creature that's like that's what i'm saying in the spoiler free part like this movie retroactively makes so many other marvel movies like a tear down for me Mm -hmm. because they like this is they clearly can do it they were so creative in this movie everything was so much care into it
4: well tyler what i was going to ask you actually because correct if i'm wrong george and cam you haven't seen dungeons and dragons yet have you no so no, sorry tyler this is very comparable to what i said about dungeons and dragons in that every five minutes i was waiting to see another weird creature and be mm-hmm. entertained by something completely bizarre because the creativity was just off the charts i think it's very comparable to, to dungeons and dragons in the way that i kind of felt about the film throughout
1: Definitely. Um, where i was how just kind many... sort of waiting for something right with how many weird creatures were in gardens galaxy 3 you so easily could have just been like all right, this world is going to have all these weird-looking people just copy and paste a bunch yeah. of them in here. But he didn't. They
0: literally just, like, uniquely no, designed were... every single one.
4: Yeah, yeah, completely agree.
0: Yeah, so um it's kind of moving on um, to, like, the – I don't know, maybe, like, the, the, the third act – um uh, uh, of the movie on counter or not not the third act of the movie but they're on counter earth and basically um Adam and his mom what was his mom's name again
2: Aisha
4: right
0: Aisha Aisha that didn't look
4: like his mom that was weird like, well, yeah, I,
0: I know, I next... get it but yeah, like okay. it was like there the was movie. like 5 years between
4: them or some shit I mean, <laughs> they just looked uh, weird well they yeah, sped up they... his I know I know Yeah, I know yeah, it yeah was way, weird
1: <laughs> and realize <laughs> they're <laughs> 18 months apart I oh, wide are? Yeah, oh, I, I, I thought Elizabeth Debicki was older, to be honest. But yeah, Adam Warlock's thirty, and she's thirty-two.
0: Oh
3: wow, God! All right. Well,
0: anyways, Adam and his mom um, basically He's intercept uh, a Ravager that Adam kills, and they uh, tell Adam and his mom that they're on uh, Counter Earth. So they go and intercept them, and that's kind of where um, you know the third act maybe sort of begins. Uh, so they get to Counter Earth. Uh, Quill, Nebula, and Groot uh, get to the High Evolutionary ship. Um, Drax, Mantis, and Gamora stay with Rocket, and then Quill and Groot go on their own, and they actually board the High Evolutionary
2: ship. Just can't uh, bring weapons. And yeah. And then there's like that bring
4: weird pig soldier. Like what yeah. the fuck is that?
2: They had they called it something. Like those are like yeah
4: uh, yeah. She didn't it. I can't remember what it was. But I can't it was remember. I might try and fire it. Carry on. Um,
2: no, so... You're a soldier.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then Mantis and Drax also end up on the High Evolutionary ship and that just leaves uh, Gamora no. with Rocket and then she's attacked by that the pig guy, no?
2: Ne- yeah, yeah. Nebula also with Drax and... Oh, uh, okay. Right, right, right.
4: Tom, it's just called War Pig,
2: right. apparently. War Pig. <laughs> no, but it? there's there's something they call I'm sure all of those creatures nice. that are literally... It's literally just like weird fucked up creature thing basically yeah. but it's a different term for that do, like... just
4: sorry do, do, uh, before i forget i have to mention this do you know when they're obviously we this? i won't explain too much when they're letting kind of the, the animals out of the cages like a joan of art kind of situation mm-hmm. and and mantis lets that fucking
2: thing out yeah.
3: like, <laughs> i was, like, I was laughing, so so, like,
2: just, like this thing just comes uh... out and it's like what she's like, oh I was I was scared of the thing behind you.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> this like <laughs> gloop thing.
4: You know, in any other Marvel film, if he said that kind of joke, it wouldn't oh, work. It, would it work. wouldn't work. It just works in this. That's the thing. That was great.
0: Um, yeah, and then uh, re- rest in peace, pig guy, because uh Adam kills him. It. Yeah, like, he ruins it. Like, like that's your boy. Why are you killing him like that? No. Um but he he he's going to look for rocket, and then somehow Gamora doesn't stop him, but just buys time against him yeah which gives quill and groot enough time to to get the doctor and i guess extract his memory um and that's um that's kind of where the third act begins
2: because that's where this, rocket starts to, yeah go, go go no this is just where like i'm sitting there and i'm like this is where it starts to become this movie might be one of the best in the mcu yeah. like when, of all time e- yeah and it's actually my fourth highest superhero movie, because it's a whatever. Um, but when they, when they, when fucking Groot comes out and has all those guns on him, because he's yeah, just a fucking cool. tree yeah. thing, that's where so I was sick. like, holy shit. Also, when he becomes a kaiju, when they're like, go kaiju mode, and he just <laughs> grows, this thing, <laughs> uh, me dying laughing, which it is hilarious because about...
0: he like in the first scene, huh? Adam Warlock like tears him apart, and he's just a head with like four <laughs> I mean, little stick
4: legs. Didn't that remind you? And there was another scene, you know, when you first got introduced to the rabbit in uh floor, or whatever it was. It reminded me of the Toy Story scene yeah. when he's oh Sid's. yeah. I yeah. saw tweets and I said this to Anna like the little baby's doll yeah. head. It reminded me of that so much. That seems yeah. amazing, by the way. And then, when he ripped his face off, that was also, fantastic.
0: Speaking of like the comedy in this movie, we didn't even touch on um Cosmo the dog. The entire movie just trying to get uh so bad, whatever his name is, to just say Crag- like, Craglin, you good yeah, dog. Yeah, Craglin. just say good dog. That Killed me every time. I, I will
4: say, the voice kind of ir- irritates
0: me after a while. Of the dog, I didn't like that. No, in Russian,
4: like, it makes sense, but I didn't like.
2: No, it's Maria it Yeah, it makes yeah, Man, yeah, it makes so great. It sense. She's it
4: just, it just not because it's Russian. I don't. It just, it just kind of annoys me after a while. It just kind of gets. To it didn't me, fit the dog to me. Yeah, I love I Yeah, I but love nothing Maria fits Bacalova. in this film,
1: does it? That's I mean, she crazy. can yeah, do an American accent though. though. So like,
0: pretty much
4: everyone else is I think. Russian dog who yeah. comes from space. you got sent to space.
2: Way. Doesn't matter. Either way, uh,
0: another moment, just kind of, just kind of moving forward with the plot. Another moment where, like, my my theater, I wouldn't say like erupted in applause, but they definitely like let out like claps and shit. Is when the scene where Rocket flatlines. That's obviously the scene where you, you see Quill in uh, in the trailer, like giving that massive scream, and then you see Rocket and he meets up with Lila Teeth or we Teeth. Shift. Yeah.
2: Prior to this, and I don't remember when, th- is the scene where he rips off he like attack like uh the high evolutionary shoots and kills all of his friends. That was, I so like, sad, that man. was one of the best scenes in the movie. And yeah, I, that I, was maybe, no, no, no. Maybe that's That was one of the it, best
4: scenes of the MCU. That's maybe true. Even the best. Maybe the that's MCU.
2: when it turns from like holy shit, this could be a five out of five movie because that was. I, well, come I,
4: I don't know about you, but like for me, you know when we always speak, we we have this conversation every podcast, and it's like. The MCU goes dark and stuff. And I wouldn't say it was dark, but for the MCU, that was
0: yeah, I, I mean, the most like,
4: emotionally invested I've been. Even, into even Adam's introduction
0: character. was like one of the most, one of the darkest and most brutal scenes in the MCU.
4: Yeah, and cool. I, you know, at the end when he when they, they they pull off his his obviously face and he's all scratched off, yeah, whatever. That
2: like gross. that,
4: you know, for the MCU, I, I was kind of like, like that. that because like
2: when he's ri- when younger rocket is ripping his face off i kind of like i was like oh that's why he's got like the blue the the thing you know like he he scratched off all his hair or whatever you know and then you know that's what he's become and then yeah
3: which later but yeah
0: and then another just like brutal and like just emotionally damaging scene is the scene where and i'm going to whisper this because victoria's in the other room so i don't want to hear any of this is a scene where lila gets shot and then the other two die as well and rocket just lets out that one scream i like i was i was tearing up at that, that i, I like,
4: think i think i'd let like, tears the whole thing yeah.
0: the entire scream it was like the shot was you're looking at it from like the side so it's just rocket standing and then lila on the floor and that's the entire that's the only thing you're looking at and you mm. just see rocket let out this
2: massive screen i was like that it's one of those things where like if these were four people I probably would have been less dev- devastated. You can't. You always not yeah, you? you can't yeah. be throwing baby animals right, at like me. When the,
1: when we first like introduced baby a young baby rocket, like when he goes in there and he's like, it hurts, yeah, and you're like puppy God. dog
2: face, and like yeah. yeah, and he's like saying it hurts, like that entire time, I was like, yeah, this just broke my heart. It's this so just, sad. It's such okay. low hanging fruit, but yeah, I grabbed that shit, <laughs> snatch it up. Uh, yeah, but again, the so I don't rock- low hanging fruit. I. No, I'm just Rock. saying using animals versus people. It's oh, true.
4: Like, gonna manipulate just, me more.
2: Yeah, yeah. i, I <laughs> It's I get warranted. It just, yeah,
0: um, yeah. So Rocket basically nearly dies, and he he kind of sees uh, Lila and the other two um, thieves and floors. Ripped straight from Deadpool two. Right from Deadpool two. <laughs> Yeah, uh, copy
1: that scene where she's like it's not time yet you have stuff yeah. to accomplish them. oh yeah but that's, right that's, that's the too. scene i
0: was talking about like what she right. like, finally says like but not now like it's not your time my feet are like started like, clapping i was yeah glad. my feet were super excited and then he obviously i knew it wasn't gonna die so
2: i was like well, right yeah, it's just lazy
0: right It's a copy and paste yeah I didn't think he was gonna die, but I I did in the moment. I I wasn't even thinking of Deadpool too. So like in the moment, I was yeah, like, I didn't think of that. I was like, that's a great scene right there. That's I fantastic. Watched, I haven't
2: watched that movie in a long time.
0: Yeah. Um. So they revive him. Yay! Uh. Then we cut to is the next scene where we see we go to Mantis, Nebula, and Drax, and that's when they start to like see all the children on the, the high Evolutionary stuff. ship. Um. So Memphis, I
2: mean, he obviously... just kills everyone on that on counter earth too. Like
0: yeah, he also
4: goes on counter
2: earth. That yeah. that shit's gone. And then and they're
4: really. like they've got no they're in like no atmosphere, they've got no oxygen, and then the truck has to break into the to the ship and then they find the kids. Is that something before
2: that? It was a little earlier. It's before that's like before um that's before Quill and uh Groot like blow up the ship and everything. that's where you yeah. They're so they're on the ship, and then and I saw this a week ago. I wish I got to see it again before doing this. I would have. Uh, yeah. But they're on the ship, and that's when this is when we get a really great like what we were talking about last week of just um, like James Gunn gives every character in this movie a good moment, like Drax being a dad, like yeah, uh, uh, ne- uh, Mantis. Sorry touching the whatever that rath tar or whatever the fuck yeah. that thing is
4: um that was cool that which was
2: cool. by the way that's what i was talking about like her she touches it and it looks like she's touching it. she's yeah. touching something you know where it looks at thing, it which, which was so bad, the last
4: man. mcu film like,
2: yeah exactly like it's, it's, crazy. it's like Herrible. crazy the difference between the two in yeah. those two scenes alone like, and I'm. I'm also just to track back. I'm happy
0: you mentioned Drax being a dad. That like little like short speech that Mantis gives, where she's mm-hmm. like, "You were never meant to be a destroyer. You were meant to be a dad." I was like, "Come on." Man. Yeah. But
2: just before then, that that, or was that that at the end? I that was
0: that was that was when like they see the kids in the prison, and after, Drax after, is
2: like, "Just after that." Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah okay, and, like okay. Drax is just trying to like make them happy or something.
4: Do You know, like, uh, before that when. When, when when she's speaking to, to Nebula and she's like basically giving her giving her the talk and then she calls Drax stupid and then yeah. she mind erases him, oh, yeah.
3: yeah. him. <laughs> him. Yeah, Drax that was is so funny. fucking
0: yeah. funny, man. Um, yeah, so Rocket is revived and he kind of makes his way to um, and this is where we kind of get him and the High Evolutionary uh, reuniting. Rocket sees um, a litter of baby raccoons. Uh, but then the high evolutionary oh. at this point, he's out of his mind. Like he wants rockets. So goddamn badly. It,
2: uh, yeah. You're, you're missing the, the, didn't the, no, the, the no sleep till Brooklyn hasn't what happened before this. Oh, you're so
3: right. No, yeah, so yeah, You're
2: missing that. Cause this is when they're escaping. So yes. you gotta talk no sleep till Brooklyn.
0: That was the best little drop of a song. Yeah. I can't believe I like just glazed over that. That was another moment. And, said, I'm so surprised your theater wasn't like animated. My theater was. I expect so. Oh, last I'm night, I'm surprised
4: because this is so like, the normal MCU films, not great yeah. ones. You know what I mean? I'm
0: I'm curious. So, uh, like we said, we're recording this segment of the podcast on a Thursday. So in New York, this is technically opening night. There were a few screenings last night that I know people. Oh, watching. really? But tonight, tonight is technically opening um, night oh, in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I am so curious. At like how the crowd is going to be reacting to this movie compared to like a week ago, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. yeah, that
2: no sleep till Brooklyn scene was fucking incredible. So great, man! Uh,
4: Wait, sorry, which scene was this? Remind me of the
2: scene. Yeah, go Your, for it. Like no sleep till Brooklyn scene. Yeah, it's uh, it's I the they got so they got on the ship. They just they bo- basically all three ships crash landed onto the high evolutionary ship. Um, then they can they are trying to find uh drax uh nebula and um mantis they're they're in like the main hall of the ship whatever you want to call it they've landed there um and then they've then fucking mantis comes through on whatever those big animals that eat batteries are and then then uh, they're like okay we're good let's go and that's when um that's when rocket's like i'm done running the trailer moment
3: it's no like, i think I'm, that was
2: i think that was my favorite scene of the film what you think yeah about it. I think and, it then, was. and then and then it, it you know what's great about this movie and the guardians in general is if you watch the original suicide squad there's so many horrible needle drops man that thing is like a mu- that. that thing is like a music video the needle drops are so bad but in this one it's like they do the little things to make it seem like every time they get in the ship, they press play on the like it's like you're driving, they press play on the uh, whatever, and that's when the needle drops. The off. headphones, or, and stuff like yeah, that. Quill's yeah. putting headphones in it's like it has some sort of purpose. And then, yeah, it breaks into one of the best MCU fights, and shockingly, one of the only slow mo. I love oh, the walk. Was, yeah, just, nice. just any walk you get with the whole squad. James Gunn has perfected that because he does it so well in the Suicide Squad as but well.
4: Even if he hadn't, I mean, Duncan Roy looks great, but like, it's the fact that you—if they don't like any other MCU—it's the fact that you, he's made you care about these characters so exactly. much through the past few years two exactly. films. Um, it's just completely different, it's a completely different feeling. I loved mm-hmm. the walking scene, it was really, really yeah. nice. It was There's
0: great. also, I saw because a, a lot of people saw it last week as well. So, like, all throughout this week, a lot of people were tweeting, like, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 has one of my favorite, like, MCU battle scenes. And the reason I love that is because, like, I don't know which one they're talking about.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Three yeah, of yeah, them yeah. could
0: easily be my favorite MCU battle, scene. They probably, are yeah but i, yeah, I so this, I'm,
2: no, you're you know, good go no I, i've I'm, been talking you're good
0: I, I was just gonna say i was gonna continue the plot so if you have something to say about what we're talking about say well
2: i, I just I, I mentioned this like in my in my little notes i took after the movie um this works this is so every mcu movie if you want to pull it back like has a giant cgi battle or at least now cgi fight at the end wakanda forever has that Where all basically all of the Wakandans are fighting all of the they're not are they Atlanteans I think they are Um, Atlanteans Uh, and you know it doesn't I don't think it works as well in that because then you have the Black Panther off fighting Namor in this you just have the Guardians fighting a shit ton of people and just ripping through them and you care about these characters or you have off on nowhere you have. Finally, we get Kraglin telling uh, Cosmo, the the dog, or the space dog, that she's a good dog because she just slams two bricks or two walls together. That, that was them. a cool moment. When <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that and moment. this is no different in the sense that it's a CGI battle at the end. And I get it if that's not your thing, but it's because you care about these characters and it's not a bunch of like random Wakandans versus random Atlanteans. It's five people you spend hours yes, with exactly yeah, yeah. six guardians well, that you love just ripping people apart basically
3: yeah I, sure. and right. I, I think that's
2: what makes it work so well yeah. that's what makes the, but no, that, it all of it work so well even yeah. the bad then,
4: jokes work so well because you yeah. care about the characters that's it second best
0: friend uh,
3: <laughs>
0: uh yeah so this uh leads to again I mentioned it earlier The scene with Rocket and Groot. That is, it's a callback to Guardians 1 when they're in the prison and like Mm -hmm. Rocket's on Groot's shoulder. And I fucking love that. And then before that, that, I ate that shit completely up. But before that, Rocket sees that he is a raccoon. Like the entire Guardians trilogy, he was like, no, I don't know what I am. It's not a fucking raccoon. Stop calling me a raccoon. Sees that he's a raccoon. And then obviously that sets up that final just like beat drop i'm rocket raccoon and tops one into the high evolutionary's chest so good good, my theater lost it um so dope
2: and it's such a stupid line but for three and a half movies we'll call it if you want to include infinity war and endgame he's been saying i'm not a raccoon stop calling me that like for three and a half movies you're dealing with that and all of a sudden he's kind of accepted i'm a fucking raccoon or whatever you know and i've been made into this and it's. It's such a stupid thing to pull because it is, like, MCU, but, God, it works so well in this thing.
4: Yeah. What was his name again? Uh, the the guy uh, who played Die Evolutionary? What was his name?
2: Chuck Woody Yeah, man.
4: Really liked him. Yeah, so, really really anyway, like
0: he's, him. He's obviously uh, uh, left to die, and this kind of gets into the scene. Uh, so Cosmo the dog is, like, trying to hold the ships together, but Quill didn't make it, so he has to, like, propel himself um, across... Uh, i don't know 200 yards of space or however fucking long it is yeah, probably. um i wish he died i'm just gonna start there i, I did
4: nearly died. laugh by the way because his face did go very puffy yeah got puffy,
0: but like i, I was like I half wish...
4: crying half
0: laughing it was a bit weird. and i texted i texted tyler and cam sorry seth but you hadn't seen the movie so i texted tyler and cam and i was like i wish someone died like yeah. i i really do i think that would have not like cemented this as like the most emotional MCU movie. Cause I still think it probably is the most emotional MCU movie, but I don't know, every trailer, you know, everyone was like rockets dead, rockets dead, rockets dead. I think that would have just been a really like, you know, subversion of expectations. If rocket didn't die and someone mm-hmm. else died and like, we're left to, you know, be heartbroken with rocket instead of for rocket. I don't know, Tyler, I know you're against the non death scene. You didn't like it too much so my
1: here's my two takes one rocker raccoon i wish he would have died later because like if you're gonna set up the whole like it's not your time i'll still be here when you're done with what you need to accomplish like he accomplished what he needs to accomplish like i don't we we his character arc's done like they're just gonna make him be part of the guardians for forever whatever that's fine i wish he would have died either. at the end and then uh chris pratt i was i wish you like i texted i think earlier today to you guys i was like i wish you would have like i'm fine with him surviving. him but I wish he would have like made the leap, and there wasn't the whole face disfiguration because that yeah. just doesn't make sense. And then like, but what I hated is I love that he went home to his grand grandpa. Hated Star Lord will return. Wish it would have just left it there. No more Star no, Lord.
3: They,
2: will. they they always do this. They, they always, always do that. Yeah. though. It's no, an no, no, I'm saying he shouldn't MCU. ever be back in the MCU. I'm saying he should never show his face again. I think I, I while I while I don't necessarily agree or while I don't necessarily disagree with like that. I would like it if he were ending coming up with like a he's going to be i think he's going to be a main character in like pink dynasty and such because he's now on earth he's kind of like be with the event i think it's more that's more grand scope things like i understand if this were not a you know 31 or 32 movie saga or wherever the hell we're at now you know they probably could have done it that way i just think they and they're also probably gonna. And you know what? I bet you. I bet you. Guardians Four sucks because it's not gonna be. I, know, James I bet they're Gunn. gonna make him
1: get back with Gamora or something yeah. too. And James Gunn. Will be like,
2: no, no, no. It it's, it's it gonna be, be that new team. Oh, no, it's gonna be the end. I take be. that back. Yeah. It, they could make them get back together because again, it's not gonna be James Gunn, and it could suck. That won't happen, surely. After I all think it's long. gonna be the so new, new team. That's what that's what they set up at the end. It is it's that new team. The run at the end with the post credit. Yeah, I saw.
0: Hey,
4: come and watch the post credit. God, <laughs> okay. I saw...
2: I'm out. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Soups tweeted. I love soups. Soups tweeted, you have to say for both. You didn't have to say for You did not yeah. have to say for to for any of them. Since we're just on that real quick, so
1: like that final one was like when they're like someone's mowing the lawn. Lo- who is it that's mowing the lawn? Like the son and he's like, Why is he why is he or like why doesn't he go do it or something? Or like, like who who's I like forget. in there's someone that they never show his face. I thought for sure. I was like, hold my breath. I'm like, who's James Gunn about to cast for this random, like,
2: family member of Peter Quill? Uh, no. Like a- I think the joke was that it had a newspaper that Kevin Bacon right, was that. kidnapped by aliens. That was- Kevin Bacon. That's, that's was. what I mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I that's long, mentioned. And I haven't yeah. done, like, my full deep dive into who it could be or whatever. Maybe they were talking about some crazy But I think it was yeah. only to use that Star Lord will return. Yeah, I think I you, hated yeah. those. Those end, you, you those end credit have, scenes were just useless.
0: I awesome. I would have been fine if they pulled like an end game where there wasn't an end credit scene. Like I know they probably saved that for like obviously they only did it with end games, so they're saving it for the big movies. But like yeah. this is a movie where I think that would have been warranted. Yeah,
2: like ended with for, they, they had like five they for volume two. What? Yeah, they had five post credits. yeah. Wasn't... If
0: if the movie had ended, cut to black, and then it just said like. The Guardians of the Galaxy will return. I would have been like sick.
1: I think we would have been even sicker if they did Rocket Raccoon will return. That would have been so poetic.
0: I'm
2: fine. Yeah. The
4: perfect... first, the first, the
2: first one. I, mean, I guess no, the first one good. I think was good because you see yeah, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, I yeah. think, I mean, like, I'm not mad I watched either of them. I'm just saying you don't oh, really I'm have I'm to mad stay I for the either. One. I, okay I, yeah, you you definitely
0: did not have to the say. credits
4: of marvel films are very long there's a lot in
2: between videos. it was perfect timing it was perfect <laughs> yeah. timing i would pee in yeah. between the two post-credit scenes i need the I also love... two
0: hours of this film by the way mm-hmm. at like post the start too. of the opening credit they had like all the pictures from like all from the, yeah that, from the that first was
2: great
3: it was like was a nice send-off thing. of endgame like endgame a, has yeah. the
2: signatures uh yeah. which is one of the best endings but uh, this one had the good like pictures, like you mentioned, of every yeah. of every movie. I like it a lot. I like um, I'm glad no one died. I'll say it. I think
0: uh, I, I think I don't they, think I don't think anyone's in the minority on this side. I've seen no, a really. lot of people say I wish someone died. I see a lot of people saying I'm happy no one died.
2: Yeah, I'm ha- I think they found a cr- I, I do agree. I wish he would have just made the leap other than the fact that I think he did the like most James Gunn thing. And uh, had them be the Sistine Chapel or whatever that uh, God touching man or whatever that drawing is. I'm not. I should. I should know right. considering I went to a Catholic high school. I don't. It's fine. Um, I'm. Ju- I just think like I think they found a creative way to send everyone off without killing them. I think one of the best moments in this movie was the Gamora walking past and saying, "I bet. I bet we were fun." Um, I. That was really like that was way better than them getting back together. Yeah, I, I know you guys agree with that,
3: but yeah, yeah. Um,
2: that that is one thing I'm very happy about that they did not get like that. That it
0: would have just felt too easy because, like, when you mm. think about it, this the events of this movie happened within the span of like what two days. Not yeah, even. it would have
4: been stupid one because other like, films very other films would have done that. The, yeah, another yeah. MCU film would have done that. I can guarantee. I like, that would have yeah. been. I'm actually with cab I actually kind of glad that no one died. To be fair, I quite like it. And apart I, from that, yeah. I do wish you made the leap. That was a bit weird. I think again,
2: I just kind of. I think I kind of, from everything I read, assumed that the only person that would probably go on from movie to movie is Jan- is Chris Pratt, Chris just because he's like the biggest name, obviously, and the biggest character. Um, so I, I don't know. I kind of assume too. I just five. think people yeah.
1: Multiverse of Madness themselves, I saw like the Josiahs did a twi- uh, TikTok of like, who's going to die? And they're like, I think these four people are going to die. Yeah. And he's, like, I think these five, I think it's like same with Multiverse of Madness. Just... Everyone thought there's going to be a ton of cameos in that one. Everyone thought there was going to be a ton of deaths in this one, which mm-hmm. like to their credit, like the trailers Spoiler. made
4: me
0: believe that. But I did and, not... uh... Yeah. I did that for No Way Home. I posted a video like, who do I think is going to die? And that, to this day, is like one of my best performing TikToks. Yeah, because it
4: was No Way Home. In,
0: in, in that video, I said Toby and Andrew are dying. Both I of said,
2: them. Man. I said both of them are getting kicked. See, like, and that's, no offense, that's a stupid guess. <laughs> dumb guess. So <laughs> dumb. a stupid guess. And, okay, I, I
0: justified it. I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's their time. One last send off, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, All yeah. right, um... Anything else we want to touch on on the Guardians? Um, yeah,
4: Rip Drax. I miss that guy. He's best character MCU he's not He's had. not coming back. Yet, yeah, not. I know he's not. He's the best
2: character the MCU has ever had. So, so um did we easily. mention? I don't think we mentioned first f bomb in the MCU. Oh uh, yeah, uh, so funny. Back. That was such a time. so well. What?
4: Uh, what? Come on, boy. You didn't that's like what it? doing it. No.
2: <laughs> no, that was, <laughs> funny. Oh, it was, it was so just, funny. It was Chris Pratt's delivery. It just Come made on. me laugh. No, uh, that's, no, perfect. That's, kind of, that's kind of like the like Drax throwing the ball at, at it, I think. Like I knew no, it was coming and it Drax, still made so me laugh. Funny. Drax no. is too funny. But I will Drax say and I I think it's again, I think it's just a recurring thing that they always say frickin'. Um, like in Guardians 2 when they say you said guard are the guardians that get or Guardians of the freaking Galaxy except he didn't say freaking whatever. Um I would have preferred if they if they had one f bomb to use if they made uh Rocket at the end say we're the Guardians of the fucking Galaxy or something. Yeah. I think that would have been so damn good. Um uh, but did they it, probably uh, did not
3: at the end of
0: Guardians 1 Peter said like we're the Guardians of the Galaxy bitch like when they're holding the Infinity yeah. Stone all
3: yeah. My second yeah.
2: favorite yeah. scene in the MCU. Yeah. Okay. Um and then What's in... your first favorite scene in the MCU? thor entering wakanda oh, I, said, I said i said i literally we just had a top 10 <laughs> season was that it time? yeah, yeah, yeah that was. was number like three. when you <laughs> say a
4: marvel thing i just kind of
0: switch off a though, so. <laughs>
4: thanks man
2: i appreciate unless
4: that. it's guardians from now on and I yeah yeah it. yeah
2: i listen so, to everything that, you say if, about their if Guardians
0: three was in black and white would it be a five out of five no it'd probably be worse <laughs> stop, stop, you, you
4: stop. don't, you don't get as much The The colors, man. The artistic style of it is probably (laughs) one of the best things about it. Black and white gardens would be fucking shit. (laughs) All right, we will
0: we will wrap up our uh guardians of the galaxy 3 spoiler uh spoiler filled review here you should say where you're headed to
1: now because it fits in with what we're talking about right now
0: oh yeah i am (laughs) i am off to watch guardians of the galaxy (laughs) volume three first i texted emma during this and (laughs) said
2: we should go see it tonight
0: so go i'm I'm i gotta maybe
2: let's see what the amc is up to um oh yeah uh, Yeah.
0: yeah Let's, uh, let's all wave goodbye to Seth for the remainder of the episode. It was nice having you. And if you've bye, seen Seth. Guardians bye of the bye Galaxy bye. Uh, Volume 3, by the time this episode drops, drop us a comment and let us know. Where does it rank on your MCU? Is it in your top 5, 10, 15? Do you fucking hate it? Do you love it? Let us know. Seth, we love you. We will see you next week. Uh, bye Cam bye. and Tyler, I'm going to keep talking to you in three days.
2: Yep. Well, Peace.
1: Best or, or soundtrack or of the trilogy.
0: All right. We are back, Seth. Goodbye. Have a fantastic day. Uh, If you're enjoying uh, this episode so far, make sure to hit that like button on YouTube or if you have Spotify or Apple, make sure you're giving us a rating. Uh, It it really helps us out. We just crossed a thousand ratings on Spotify. We've crossed a hundred, I believe, on Apple. We are pushing 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. So help us get to that mark. Obviously, everyone's support here means the fucking world to us. Um, we're going to move on and I know usually we do like our trailers first and then we get into the news, but we want to touch on the writer's strike. I don't know how much we have to say about it, but I know a lot of people have been asking us to talk about it or at least just to give um, an update on on what exactly it is, what exactly is happening. So we're going to run through this. Everything I'm about to say is not my own uh, original thought. I, I basically just uh, Kind of took a news article that explained it way better than i ever could and wrote it down so the writers guild of america uh last tuesday may 2nd unanimously voted to call a strike this is going to affect a lot a lot of the nightly shows jimmy kimmel stephen colbert jimmy fallon seth rogan snl has been delayed indefinitely uh cobra kai has also halted writing um so in short Around uh, 12,000 film and television writers uh, represented by the Writers Guild of America are striking after failing to reach an agreement with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. The Motion Picture, the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers is an association that represents a huge production companies um, such as the WGA, um, uh, uh, like Netflix, Amazon, Apple, Disney, Discovery, NBC. so basically, some of their demands are including higher minimum compensation and addressing the use of mini rooms, which is a practice where streamers will shrink the number of writers that would typically be in a writer's room and hire them uh, for short term work, resulting in lower wages and shorter contracts. Uh, one anonymous source says, basically, in short, there's too much work and not enough pay. Um, gentlemen, is there, is there anything we want to touch on this? Uh, Tyler, I know you've uh, tweeted a couple of times about it. I think so. I'm yeah. Sure there's so
1: things. another one was like, I think this is recently like yesterday or whatever. The, the Duffer brothers came out in support of the strike as well and said like stranger things being held off, which like, mm-hmm. like it's weird. Cause like obviously all, all things being written are important, but I feel like that's like on the bigger scale where people are like shit like this like let's really get this thing going because like i really want stranger things season five because it took such a long gap last time and they're like we don't yeah. care we'll take an even longer gap like we'll wait till these kids are 35 years old before we're gonna make them be seniors <laughs> in high school um but yeah it's a it's, it's one of those things that it's it's not good like the strike isn't good for either sides like obviously like i support the writers and i hope they get what they want and they get their higher wages because like with, like this isn't even a flex, but I think all three of us on this call make substantially more money than writers, and that's not because we're loaded and wealthy. That's because writers is one of like the lowest paying professions in in the world. Basically, like they make just barely any money. Like that came out that the guy who wrote the Bear, which won so many Oscars la- or Emmys last year and awards last year, said basically it's like he, dream, he had right? a ne- yeah he had a negative bank account. He basically like had to dive like into negative balance just to buy like a bow tie to be able to go to the award ceremony so like yeah. writers really don't make much money at all and uh b- beyond that they don't get consistent streams of income. So it's just like a very tough career so the, and the thing is like none of these would be possible without writers like so many times like what's the biggest complaint you have about a movie or a show It's like the writing just sucked and it's like you mm-hmm. need good writers and Writers that are working effectively in the writers' rooms for TV shows, or just like writers in general for movies, so <clears throat> it's it sucks for both sides because obviously they're not getting paid right now and they can't work right now. And like literally, when you're doing during a strike, you can't like just be like, "Well, I'm just not gonna strike and I'm gonna go right on the side," because then you get like banned from the writers' guild and stuff. So like yep. the writers not gonna they're be able literally. to get paid until this gets done. Movie side, nothing's gonna get made. And at the end of the day, they just need to come to agreement. And I think the big thing is, like, obviously, the world has changed so much the, with streaming services, and I don't think their contracts and bargaining agreements have caught up to the real world in terms of what is currently going on. Because I think probably all the writing contracts right now are dealing with you write something and then you get paid extra for every time it's like played on television. But like, what about streaming services yeah. and all that? So it's, there's just a lot that to, to go through. Um, I don't know there's how long it'll last, um, but yeah. Hopefully, there's, it a, there's,
2: there's a writer on tiktok and i i see his videos every i think i about. know who you're talking about i love that guy yeah yeah he's he's he like he's written a bunch of like he's a comedic writer i believe he's like king of the hill and stuff like that i think i can't remember exactly but he always does like how much does he get in residuals and it's like 23 cents for an episode or something like sometimes bigger shows make like 13 bucks or something if i'm not mistaken but it's just absurd that that's like the only bit he's getting in residuals i yeah, completely agree with you Tyler. Just I the write, writing's one of the most important parts of a movie and it's absurd how little undercompensated they are. I think this is a good thing for a lot of reasons. Uh hopefully that you know the writers do get um higher pay um and, and you know hopefully we don't just overload the market with a bunch of just crappy scripts because writers are just writing because they're not getting paid. They're just writing to get something done, you know. Hopefully this helps in a little bit there um last time we had a writer strike transformers revenge of the fallen happened so figure it figure it the fuck out pay these writers i think they want like a i saw a tweet it's like they want like a five percent raise it's it's absurd how little they're asking and how hard it is to get that um but yeah just figure it the fuck out also like blades production was was halted i believe fantastic four's production's halted so you fucking marvel nerds pay these damn writers they make (laughs) they make trillions of dollars Uh, just pay these people like it it can't be that
1: and like not only just like transformers like think of shows that everyone beloved and then sucked Like it's lost, mostly TV prison shows. break like yeah, think of all these yeah. shows that literally like people call like the greatest shows of all time and they're like then something randomly happened and it just started sucking it's like if you look historically like it's timeline lap overlaps exactly yeah.
2: with that but I, I, it is I think mostly is cr- tv shows that get hit with it right because
1: movies like i don't know like i feel like they have a longer scripts.
2: obviously don't take as long because they're not as long like that that completely makes sense so like you can do a lot of other you can do production on things but you can't rewrite things like I think Deadpool 3 they said like they're gonna continue production but they're not doing anything with writing which right. um TV shows I don't think you really can do that because you're writing as the show goes
1: yeah when uh, the, I, the, yeah go ahead, with Richard.
0: the Deadpool thing I saw that news too saying like Ryan Reynolds isn't allowed to like make changes to the script yeah. now why is he like why is he not allowed I think he's in, he's think in, he's he in, he in the, the
1: writers Guild funny. once you get you get in the writer's oh. guild by getting like a basically like a writing credit like once you get one of those like on your imdb like you're in, you can jo- you're eligible to join the guild and i think pretty much everyone does it's like a, kind of like a status thing to get in it's like a big career step like a big milestone to be able to get in but yeah like james gunn like what i thought was cool is like he paused like writing stuff for his movies and it's like when yeah. you're just like one guy like because he's like for like superman like i know it said like the initial script's done but he doesn't have the official script done like i'm sure mm-hmm. like if he wasn't on strike he'd still be rewriting and touching it up but like when you're the writer and director like you could be like you know you'd think oh there's a strike going on but like this is all my thing like i'm not really counting on anyone else i could just keep working on this but he's you know in solidarity not writing anything on it and just working on other stuff which for him at least i'm sure he has like seven billion other things he could be doing but yeah it's uh it's weird that some productions are going on and basically like, uh, I think yeah, rings I of power said they're going to go on. And like, yeah. a lot of people yeah, are commenting. I, t- like, yeah. Yeah. I,
2: I tweeted <laughs> that about that. And I was like, yeah, this is how you want to follow up season one or whatever. Cause they're like, we're going to continue. We're just yeah. Waiting. It's uh, like
1: 99.99% of scripts are going to get rewritten while they're being in production. Yeah. Like, yeah. unless you're like Aaron Sorkin or something that can like write a script and it's just as perfect as is. But like, yeah once you finish a script like there's so much rewrites that go on so the fact that production's still going on in these projects without being allowed to rewrite is definitely like a red flag for whatever productions are going to be coming out that are filmed and finished while this strike is going on because i don't i can't remember how long the one from 15 years ago or whatever went but i, I don't think this is going to be solved anytime soonish and like the whole ai thing is just like another curveball thrown in here and it's just it's a weird time
0: yeah, I saw production on the Batman Part Two is is still going on. Matt Reeves isn't like halting that because of the writers' strike, so that doesn't. It me. is
2: interesting, like how they pick and choose, like where they're at in production and. I think just everyone should stop and then I feel well like
0: maybe uh, yeah I, my assumption is like Matt Reeves isn't making any more changes to the script and he's like as confident as hell about that and
2: if he does he'll just wait and to reshoot those scenes but to by the end of the strike however long that takes but this is my worry in the sense that I feel like and I it won't happen with the Batman too let's be honest but the the only reason I bring up Transformers Revenge of the Fallen is that because that was a movie that Michael Bay didn't halt production for. And he was like, we're just going to make it with the script that ass is. And it was ass. (laughs) So you know some of these could be ass also blade is not getting made that movie's just never yeah that's oh, a cursed Jesus. movie for sure that, <laughs> literally curse. that movie is yeah. cursed every yeah. bit of news that comes
0: out about that movie is just as negatives can be like that it's gonna
1: but when all said and done blade is gonna have a story that rivals the flash like in terms of just like yeah, delay, yes. delay 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 uh, it's like did you know conduction. that this movie started being written in like 2017 <laughs> it's like 2028 20, when it
3: comes out <laughs>
0: yeah Oh my god. Uh, uh, all right we'll we'll wrap up the the writers uh get your bag writers right. go writers right. facts get your bag do your team, thing team uh, writers since we're just here we'll continue talking about news uh you know we'll just a big switch up the order kind of day uh mama mia three in early stages of development hey cam i know is excited for that
1: wait cam one of your flaming hot takes is that mama mia 2 is better than one right that's no, that, no that's no, a no, cam-ism? No, my-
2: I don't think that's like a flaming hot take to say it's a little bit better. I think it's wildly better. I, I, I have like Mamma Mia 1 at like a 2 and Mamma Mia 2 at like a four and
1: A 2? A okay. okay. I haven't seen Mamma Mia since I was a kid because my it's mom
2: loved it. I remember a, loving I have it, at, it. I've never I seen 2. I have it at a 3, sorry. You have it at a three and a half. So I have it at a 3, all and right. then I have Mamma Mia 2 at a four and a half. I a fucking love Mamma Mia 2. Right. I still haven't seen Mamma Mia 2.
1: There we go, the soundtrack man. alone, like I don't see any way I can rewatch and put it, like below average score. Like just from Abba. Mama alone.
2: Mia or or the second one. I haven't I mean, seen the first, first. I
1: haven't oh, seen the second, but the first, like I watched okay. so much as a kid. And nah, we, yeah, we just got we just bought a record game. player that we have in our living room. We got Abba's oh, Greatest yeah. Hiss was our first yeah. vinyl.
2: Abba model. Bangs. Abba, <laughs> yeah, bangs. Abba Bangs. And, um, but Lily James is still fucking good in Mama Mia. Here we go again. Just like Lily in a- James is in it. Yeah, she's uh, Meryl Streep, but like as a kid. It's like it's like a it's a prequel almost. Oh, I gotta watch this movie. It's so
0: I, good, man. I only, I only watched Mamma Mia for the first time like maybe a year ago or so.
1: Oh wow, is yeah. Cam is Mamma Mia too? Just like more ABBA songs or like the well, ones about, they didn't have. I at would first? say it's
2: the same ABBA songs with less. Um, with less, uh, fuck. What's his name? Why can't I think of his name? He's the fucking biggest actor. He the was the guy in Fox. Black Adam. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan yeah Pierce Brosnan thank you less Pierce Brosnan singing Pierce Brosnan singing sucks I hilarious that, that
1: Pierce Brosnan the poll I got for that was the guy in Black Adam Black Adam
2: yeah <laughs> God. Uh, no but I do I do really love Mamma Mia 2 man and I'm the average for this thing is a three and a half I am way higher on this than most people so don't don't expect a four and a half folks I'm it's probably like five, by five it, it's like my uh pitch perfect take of just I love pitch perfect. I, I love, love your movie. pitch perfect take. I love how you just don't back down
0: from that take.
2: <laughs> pitch perfect is so good, man. Uh
0: Pedro Pascal has uh joined the cast of Gladiator 2, so he is now joining Paul Mescal, Denzel Washington, Joseph Quinn, and Barry Keoghan. Uh this is ridiculous. It's getting absurd yeah. at this point. This how many nuts? We're just casting everyone at this point. Where's my role? I want to be in this fucking movie. Um, I wish we got, and obviously we know like a very brief plot description, but like I'm very excited for like first images and first looks, which I'm sure we won't get for a very long time since they're still fucking casting for this movie. Um, but I so quickly turned on We Don't Need a Gladiator 2 to this is now <laughs> one of my most anticipated movies over the next like two years. So I'm a hypocrite and I'll stand by that. Yeah. And then... Uh, AMC, the CEO says uh. they are currently working on a sequel to the Nicole Kidman ad. They're
2: uh, which... using they're using the uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three bucket funds to make that ad <laughs> to pay for that. I still the margins are crazy that. on that thing. They've got to be.
0: When I saw fifty dollars, I was like, "This thing better hold two large popcorns." And I saw it in person yesterday for the first time. And I swear it's like two handfuls worth of popcorn. Bro, it's smaller than that, that Tyler? Tyler.
1: This was like, like so like a large popcorn's like what, 12 bucks? I think this is like 15. Like I remember it being so like, insignificantly more money. I used to yeah. hold all my scorecards for golf.
0: Tyler, I promise Ooh, I like you that. the Guardians one is so much smaller. than <laughs> it, I, I saw it in person and maybe this dude just had big hands, but he was literally just holding it with one hand. And I was like, God, that is for 50 bucks.
1: Yeah, like I, I tweeted that, and then people were commenting like, people pay a lot of money for collectibles all the time. I'm like, yeah, and if that's your thing. That's cool, but like, is it cool to have like an AMC theaters pop, like AMC theaters branded collectible? They like, really I feel like you don't. Want-
2: they don't make that many. I will say, like, it's obviously not like uh rare but they don't make a ton they make like one screening's worth or one viewing's worth yeah. and well it.
1: for my amc they still have the creed 3 bucket like you can get a uh, creed 3 collector well, and i just think like, no one got
2: that. that i think the
0: the one I for four, the of thunder was pretty cool like the hammer the hammer that's yeah that but like the thing about
1: cool. all those is, i feel like none of it like because i feel like i would have remembered the price like if it was egregious like 50 dollars yeah. none of them were ever anywhere close to that much of a jump scare of a sticker price
2: Right. I'm, I'm looking how much it is you guys continue which one Wait, which this one are you is, looking at the thor's hammer was 39.99 so why is the guardians why? one so much more expensive i mean it's 10 bucks but it like it can't be that much cooler like this is the coolest one they've had is the thor's hammer in my opinion i agree but
1: what was that the one there was one recently where the amc came out with it. it might have been like creed 3 or it might have been one oh no it was the scream i think where they said like they weren't allowed to put popcorn in it because like it was deemed like unsafe to like eat out of. So like it was just a major failure by like the AMC team because it was I, the Scream ones. It was, like you can buy the Scream popcorn bucket, but like they would just give you a bag of popcorn on the side because they're like, yeah, actually the, like we got clearance that like you're not supposed to eat out of this bucket. So it was Batman, just like for looks,
2: the Batman cowl that you could get was twenty six ninety nine this just doesn't see matter.
1: those are like reasonable
2: if you wanted to right. like... uh the and the um dr strange one was 24.99 these okay. are like reasonable prices yeah like, not not reasonable but reasonable is just for
0: unreasonable readers. for the yeah. size of that thing exactly like that's absurd uh but anyways moving on uh carrie fisher has received a star on the hollywood walk of fame um shout out carrie fisher and, and rest Good. easy obviously um Again, I, I said this last night, and I watched along. I'm surprised people didn't make like a bigger deal out of this. I know, like outside of Star Wars, she's not like this massively acclaimed actress, but like the pull
2: she no, had—pretty big, though, man. No, that's what I'm
0: saying. It's but yeah, I didn't say I didn't say <laughs> Star Wars wasn't big. I'm just saying, like, she is, yeah, like one of the biggest parts of arguably the biggest franchise of all time. Like, I feel like that should have been a bigger deal. Obviously, Mark Hamill was there, and her daughter was there, um, which was nice um jake gyllenhaal henry cavill and elza gonzalez have been cast in guy ritchie's new Iza. movie uh what What oh. gonzalez but he was just correcting you <laughs> isa oh my bad my bad um, i'm like
1: i, I hate this cat like because yeah, i the only want to saw, saw the covenant tweet. but jake gyllenhaal is not he doesn't have a com- like i love him to death everyone knows that but he has no yeah. comedic bones in his body and guy ritchie can't like everyone's like the covenant was the least guy ritchie guy ritchie script which is true But it still has so much of that classic, like, Jason Statham-esque, like, deadpan comedy, and he just can't do it. Like, I think Henry Cavill might be able to a little. I can't think of any comedic timing for him other than, like, Enola Holmes or something. But I can picture him being more charming than, like, Jake Gyllenhaal, who I feel like is, like, 25%, like, mentally just completely insane. Whereas Henry Cavill, I feel like at least is all there. But Jake i is just a little like, deranged, like actually. And I feel like he's getting more deranged as his career's going on. I just feel like Guy Ritchie is not the move for him.
0: Yeah, Guy Ritchie's also, I know, I feel like we've spoken about this before. I'm just not like the biggest Guy Ritchie person. Like I, I, I thought, I, I loved Snatch and I truly am surprised at how much I liked Snatch. That was a movie I was putting off forever because I just, I didn't want to ruin it for me because I thought I would not like it. But I do love Snatch um but like the rest of his filmography just like never has like truly like hit me or left like an impression on me yeah Uh, i I think they're like i think they're all fun for the most part they're all like very like technically sound action films i love how um he can like go back and forth in timelines and then just kind of weave everything together it's cool but i don't know i've never sat down and been like yeah, I want to watch a Guy Ritchie movie tonight. So Yeah,
1: I don't think I've ever seen a bad Guy Ritchie movie, but even Snatch I didn't love. So, like, I think everything for him just lands, like, in a 3 to 2.5 star for me, and I don't know. I What's, like I, – I can't even think of what, like, his, like, second biggest movie is. I feel like Snatch is, like, the clear, like, number one. Like, everyone says, like, oh, that's the best Guy Ritchie movie, but other than yeah. that, I feel like everything else is just very mid. I don't –
0: hold on. I'm, like, what what's that one that literally just came out?
1: Operation Maybe. Fortune – no, 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 no. no, no the Covenant. I don't know. He has a crazy... Wrath of, of Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He comes oh, and he's, so worked
0: with, uh, he's worked with Cavill before off uh, and uh, The Man from Uncle.
1: Mm, okay, I've not seen that.
3: Yeah. So is this different Arthur. from the movie
1: that has Henry Golding in it, that they're, like, on a ship? Like, is this, like, a his, like, next movie after that? Like, he just has crazy amounts of projects coming out. I think, this. yeah, this is different because Jake John Hall is cast in this one and they wrapped filming the one with... Henry Cavill that also has Henry Golding. Henry Golding, right? The Crazy Rich Asians yeah. guy, Cam? Is it Henry yep. or Harry Golding? Henry Golding.
0: Henry. Henry, okay. But, yeah,
1: just, just like Guy Ritchie's, I don't know, I, maybe he's like a gambling problem or something, but he, he's, he's like been collecting bags lately. He's just yeah, coming he... out with new movies all the time.
0: <laughs> That'd be so funny if it came out that Guy Ritchie was so deep in debt. That he needs to just keep pumping out two movies a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would not work, be right? funny at all, but it would be pretty. I mean, logical. more
1: content for the Richie, for the Richie stands.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then lastly, not even just a bit of news, just something I've been liking to update people on, because I feel like a lot of people just don't know when movies are being re-released. Um, Raiders, of the Lost Ark is returning to theaters on June 4th and June 7th. Um I remember when uh, I think I, I posted like a story like a week into Return of the Jedi being re released in theaters for the 40th anniversary. And I got so many DMs saying, wow, I didn't even know this was a thing. And like, not to like knock those people, but that was pretty big news. But either way, let's.
1: Right. But if you're not like,
2: I, yeah, if you're not actively spend... looking,
1: like, why would you like it, Yeah. If you're just a casual exactly. like moviegoer, that wouldn't even be on your mind to even think, like, oh, Return of the Jedi is going to be in theaters. So, yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's cool I that they re release like all the time
2: i think i gotta adjust my brain because now i'm just in this brain of where i see like movie news all the time on twitter and i see it 50 times and like most people aren't on that so yeah. i just gotta adjust my brain that's a
0: all bit. what i forget like my my twitter feed my tiktok for you page it's all movies. yeah shit. like that's all i'm seeing so like the news just like and now Everway's I'm not guy. like actively seeking out movie news it just happens to always be in front of my face so yeah, Raid is of the, the Lost the, yeah. is coming back at theaters June 4th and June 7th for those of you who did not know if you love the movie go see it
1: it's so yeah. hard being so deep in film Twitter because like there's so many things. Like, I think Barbie is such a huge brand name that when it's close to the release date, I think people will be am for it. But, like, people in my, like, real-world life, like, have no idea what the Barbie movie is or, like, anything about it. Like, yeah. if you told them a Barbie movie is coming out, their mind would immediately go to, like, some animated kids movie. Whereas, like, that's why, like, I'm so confident with the Oppenheimer beating it. Because, like, Christopher Nolan does have that mainstream pull where, like, like my dad and, like, people in, like, the real world are like, yeah, that new... Oppenheimer movie looks like amazing, and like whereas like Barbie, like I feel like everyone I talk to in real life, like even just like my friends my age, are like, what? Like that's gonna be stupid. Like I'm not gonna see a Barbie movie, but like we're still two and a half months away. So I think when it gets closer, yeah. maybe hype will change. But that's why I'm personally confident about Oppenheimer beating it. Just like, from because like when you take a step outside of film Twitter, like who's the masses knowing? Like the Christopher Nolan has the pull with the dads, and like that's the yeah. Top Gun Maverick type of box office pull
0: and Greta. it's the same thing with like not to knock greta gerwig obviously her two movies one of them is a five the other is a four and a half for me but like greta gerwig's not like a household name in terms of like not at all filmmakers at all so yeah yeah i'm as confident as you are that oppenheimer will shit on barbie's box office numbers
2: i'll be seeing barbie first i'm a barbie knight stop
0: I'm like I, I am taking off whatever day I get those tickets for I'm taking off from work and doing a July 21st right yeah. the earliest possible time I want to be like the first in the theater to watch these movies I still have so a,
1: my, my fingers crossed so like w- some of us will be able to get like early screenings to at least one like not even like a crazy early screening but just yeah. like you know like the the gofobo ones like anyone can get like mm. on the Tuesday of that week like I'm hoping at least one we can get early.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that like the same IMAX thing that invited us to the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm hoping they do something for one of those movies. I feel like
1: Oppenheimer. Like I feel like they gotta be planning something for that like, on a similar scale of Guardians of the Galaxy. Have
2: 3. to, have to. Hopefully. My birthday is July 20th, so uh, AMC, if you're listening, which you are, because <laughs> AMC is always listening. Uh, I I'd be available. I'd be free,
3: you know, okay.
2: just if they wanted. All right, I'll, I'll be sure to email AMC for you. I don't know anyone. At no, AMC. they're listening. Don't worry. Okay, that. of course. AMC, like, as a whole is listening
0: right now. <laughs> um, Dune, uh, we'll, we'll just kind of toss Dune and the trailer into, like, our news section. But we got a first trailer for Dune 2, uh, which also gave us our uh, first, like, obviously we got promotional images before the trailer, but it gave us, like, our first uh, shots of... Uh, Lawrence Pugh and Austin Butler um, and, you know, Timmy riding a, a, a sandworm, uh, that was a fantastic trailer. Um, I, I had, that trailer dropped while I was at work and I was like, I like, I have to react to this. Cause I was, I was gonna watch the trailer immediately. And like, if I do that, then I don't like obviously record a reaction like later on. Cause I, it's not gonna be an authentic reaction so i like found an open conference room and i sat there and i recorded my trailer as fast as possible um and it was so good i'm so excited for dune 2 tyler i know you said this was like a perfect trailer it was just incredible
1: i yeah i thought it was like a perfect trailer and someone replied to my tweet was like i hate i don't watch trailers anymore because they show too much which i don't know if that was a blanket statement before i even watched it because i was like i think it's a perfect example of a trailer that like didn't reveal anything it's basically just like a it's basically a two minute hype video of like getting ready to ride the worm for the first time and everything we've heard about doom part two is that this is gonna be like an all-out epic war style movie you don't see any like big battles or clashes in the trailer so like i think yeah. literally like that it's gonna be similar to the guardians trailer where like i think everything that happened in that trailer is like the first 10-15 minutes of the movie and then they're using that worm to get to wherever they need to go and start the war but i freaking love that trailer and shout out seth since he's not here today but he watched dune and gave it a 4.5 and like, yeah right? like he loved yeah, it like dune i was yeah. so happy about so, it. i was
0: so nervous like when <laughs> i he know said i, I didn't think to...
1: he would like it honestly i but... didn't
0: either I, I really didn't i i didn't i don't think he, i didn't think he was gonna like dislike it but i did not think he was gonna be a, a four and
2: a half out of five yeah. kind of guy. yeah hopefully uh, he starts getting on our train
1: of and... putting mega respect on Denis Villeneuve's name
2: I mean He said that's his highest rated Denis and I'm like, There's no way Denis has not made a single five out of five, man. Like yeah, what right. it's my it's in my world highest world.
1: rated two, but like I have it out of five. So like, yeah, yeah, like so, yeah, yeah, well
2: actually I think Maybe that is my highest rated. No, 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 Sicario is my highest rated.
1: Wait, actually, sorry, I have Prisoners higher, so that's my number.
2: Wait, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is just such a go
1: to director, man. Just such a go to director. So like, yeah,
0: he's so, so good. It's like man. unbelievable how good this fucking Fuck. man. is. Yeah, like just, just give I, I him a five star. Curious. Don't
1: be like that guy on Twitter who's like, I've never given oh, a movie that, five that, that star because because yeah, I, I, I stink like... and you can smell me a mile away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hate those people, but I'm curious, and I feel like the answer is obvious, but
2: i'm gonna I, I'm i'd love to see really like on the real talk collection
0: which if if is Dune two or oppenheimer gonna make more at the box office i'm curious I, I feel like the yeah i feel oppenheimer. like oppenheimer is the easy answer but like i don't know i feel like Denis has that sort of pull at this point in his career
1: yeah it's Although, so hard to guess because christopher nolan is is him at the box office but he wasn't pretended but like was that because christopher nolan's missing or is that because of the obviously it's because of the pandemic but like how much, like, will that affect the pull? I don't know. Like, uh, I think I, – I was still thinking it would be Oppenheimer because I think Oppenheimer will be similar to, like – yeah, because, like, the demographic Oppenheimer's going for is, like, the same as Top Gun Maverick and similar to, like, Avatar at the Way of Water in terms of – I don't think it's going to be blowing anyone's socks off with, like, the first weekend's money, but it's going to be one that, like, week after week is going to keep racking up money over the first two, three months as more dads and grandpas go see Killian Murphy I mean, blow up some countries.
2: I mean, yeah, just, like – denny denny is not a box office pull unfortunately i don't know how much dune made it did get released on hbo max as well so it it definitely had a hurt there but like blade runner 2049 is one of the like biggest flops in movie history in terms of money um he's not he's not a big enough pull i do think uh i do think uh christopher nolan's gonna yeah kind of wipe this one i don't know the the the, the dune 2 cast is the
0: only thing that like yeah. has me questioning this because like i don't know this isn't like a
2: is timmy a, a, is timmy a box office poll guy though i mean
1: 95 percent of the movies have, the been, have it, been not blockbusters lawrence so
2: Pugh is tim, tim timothy
1: just became a blockbuster guy recently
2: i guess yeah um no superhero movies remember or hard, uh how, or, hard drugs. or hard drugs yeah <laughs> uh jason momoa i oscar isaacs obviously in blockbusters i just when you see when you see robert downey jr you see i'm not even talking killian murphy because no one like is gonna go for him no offense to him he's a fantastic actor but still um robert downey jr also florence pews in both these isn't she no, is she an Oppenheimer? No, no I'm no. an idiot. I'm thinking. I Wait, mean, no, no, thinking, she's an Oppenheimer.
1: I thought you meant she an She's an Oppenheimer, yeah.
2: Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. So Florence Pugh's in both of these, so she's the poll there. Uh, you got hell. I, I Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah, I feel like this is about to be a stupid take, so don't quote me on it. But you're more than welcome to quote me on it. I feel like Josh Peck is more of a box office poll, just because people are going to be like, "Oh, Drake and Josh." <laughs> like, they just, not like, even that. It's not even because of Drake and Josh, because he has like such a crazy social media yeah, he's a presence. big social yeah. media guy now like the yeah, David has following like all right I'm, I'm glad that wasn't too stupid of a take but i <laughs> no. feel like josh beck is big um austin butler has a chance to be a big pull now that he was elvis that's true um
1: okay well doom part one made over 400 million at the box office the fact that that's released simultaneously with hbo max that's, that's like that's impressive numbers but other than that yeah these are all like blade Run 24 flop arrival at 200 million is like for how quaint of a sci-fi story that is, I feel like that's kind of honestly impressive to me a little bit, even though I'm sure the budget was high, but I feel like that's not the typical blockbuster sci-fi. No. And then yeah. Prisoners at $122 million is a little crazy to me because that's when I worked at a movie theater, and I just thought no one went to see that movie because that was, like, I'd never heard of Denis Villeneuve at this point, which, to be fair, I don't think many people had. This is 2013. The only thing he had before yeah. that was Anson D and Polytechnic. Oh, and, yeah, like, he had to do the classic, like, go into every movie theater twenty minutes in and make sure everything's all good. So I would like always do that for prisoners and always be the the scene where Paul Dano is like getting beat on the sink the, the by hammer. Hugh Jackman. And yeah, yeah, like I had no clue what this movie was and I just like walk in the theater and see I'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah. in this theater man. I have to see what this movie is but then yeah so we'll see that I think it will be also, a good battle. Oppenheimer Dune part two. I think it'll be a better battle than Barbie but I still think Barbie's gonna make over 200 million for sure. I think, I think still Dune versus Bar- Dune, lot of money, money, but Dune it's gonna
2: not gonna have the pull. The that Christopher, Christopher yeah.
0: Nolan does.
2: I will. Right. Uh, th- according this podcast from here on out, we're officially referring to this movie as Toon. Okay, <laughs> so just please. <laughs>
1: that was a hard tweet for you because like now it's it took tweet. me. It it's took an, me a while to read until it hit. registered my mind. Yeah, it's it's a hard T-W- to write out Toon. E
0: W O N E Tune. Yeah. Did, did I miss this tweet of yours? Yeah, because I it took
1: a, me so long to realize you weren't saying like twone. You're like, I'm officially clone like the word twone. I was like, wait, what are we doing? Twoon.
0: Twoon. I or tune. for sure missed that tweet of yours. Dune too. Uh, tune. Okay. <laughs> and then we got uh, very little uh, nerd news. Am I stupid? Did,
2: did more news come out this week that I just completely no. missed? dude all the like, news is out already man like uh, yeah, we know, i yeah you know we know what's coming for the rest yeah. of the year so i guess kinda... the adam driver news is big but... yeah the adam driver news is the biggest i think that's quote. that's not even like official though it's, it's not
0: confirmed like... but basically oh, adam i thought i saw it was has, official
1: now but i don't think anyone's it confirmed it,
0: yeah. yeah adam driver has reportedly accepted the role of reed richards in the mcu I and mean, again i i don't know if it's confirmed i don't think anyone does i i don't know who like I, I, I think it was confirmed that, like, the offer was in his hands, and now I think people are just kind of assuming that
2: I think he's they're accepting coming. the role. Yeah, I, I have this tweet pulled up. Someone tweeted, everyone was way too hard, harsh on Krasinski. We had an amazing Reed Richards casting, and now we have dot, 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 Adam Driver crying emoji. Adam Driver is, like, one of the best actors in <laughs> <Yeah>. the last <laughs> couple of years. Like, What are we talking he's about? He's, like, man? a fantastic – yeah, he's, like, one,
0: one of the better – options for reed richards that this like,
2: person also pays for twitter blue so that's yeah that says everything i need to know about that person. i'm not gonna lie i have so many spelling errors i've almost considered it. <laughs> i just i can't keep spelling things wrong <laughs> man uh and uh james gunn responds yes
0: when asked if any of the guardians of the galaxy cast will be in superman legacy it's gonna um, be his wife man as, that's 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 the and <laughs> that is the only tweet i've been seeing it's always it's been or a his brother of his, but i think
1: it will be more than that or his I, I, that's my bold take i think it won't just be his wife or his brother i think it will actually be someone from guardians of the galaxy will be a
2: major role in superman legacy
1: not superman what's, or anything or lois lane but
2: no i think i think um what's her name keffer Palm.
1: Palm camera or something
2: clementyfe Clem, palm clementyfe i don't know if that's pronounced but i think she's gonna come over i and i think Honestly, be I bro- I think it'll be his brother, but she's like I I don't think Chris Pratt's gonna go over because he's still in the MCU. Yeah, I don't think Drag uh, or Dave Bautista's uh, or um, Zoe Saldana want to do any more blockbusters.
0: I feel like I feel uh, like uh, Karen Gillan would. Karen Gillan could. She like, could be a good Lois Lane. That's the that's first. Good, like, that is, yeah. That's the first one where it, like wouldn't surprise me. Like yeah. If you cast Chris Pratt as Superman, I'm going to freak out. Like that's you know, people are going to well, be mad. I yeah. like Chris
2: Pratt though. I, I like Chris Pratt a, too. I won't be as mad as most people. Yeah. But
0: like Karen Gillan as Lois Lane is something I can like very logically see. That doesn't feel yeah. like a, oh I'm sense. trying to help my friend out. That feels like i I'm trying to cast the best person for this role.
1: Yeah, I went through uh, James Gunn's whole Twitter, like, cause he last night basically said like, I have like an hour, like, ask me any questions, ask me about Guardians Gal- Galaxy Volume Three, and I'll respond yes or no. I scrolled through that whole thing for so long, and there's like a lot of good nuggets in there that were interesting. Like, um, the someone asked like, was Cosmo the dog like ever an actual dog on set, or is it 100% CG, or, or is it just CGI? And he said he basically said yes, like the dog just CGI. I was like, I thought for sure that was just a, a dog, like. Didn't yeah. seem like it had to be CGI. Like it's just that's, a dog sitting there, but that's there was never a Cosmo the no dog. Question. Yeah, just just so many. There's a lot of other interesting things that are like escaping me, but.
2: We but yeah, should I mean, say. What? Because. Yeah, uh, everyone, uh, are you
1: going to say the one thing?
2: Yeah, but, but not again. I'm trying to take myself out of the Twitter brain. Not everyone knows it. Like at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, when he says, I love you guys, that is us understanding Gru as an audience now that we've been with him for so long good nugget it's gonna get overused it already is um but again it probably isn't if you're not just sitting on comic twitter all day long like
3: I yeah so
1: some other some other fun facts thinking. that are non-spoilers so don't worry but like he said that he had all three scripts for guardians of the galaxy like written exactly as they were like back when guardians one came out so this was always the plan for the trilogy
2: no the- wait wait
1: yeah he said this is always rocket being the th- third movie was always a plan
2: oh yeah, yeah yeah but he also said like he planned on killing gamora in the second movie and then so i th- yeah i, I don't think know like i don't know if marvel
1: from... and him like they made him do like a hush agreement because someone said like someone asked him did gamora being killed off in infinity war change anything with your plans for the guardians he said no so i think i don't know if like marvel now is, like paying him hush money to say like they didn't ruin his i thought his you plans. were
2: tweet- i thought you were talking about the tweet where he said that the music he used was never cut. He got every song he wanted- Except, except in Guardians one. 3. Except yeah. one, yeah, yeah except one. one, but he, so he said every song he wrote into the script, he got approved. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. I, I I thought that's what you were talking about, but you, you he may have always had the plan for Gamora dying, but I saw an interview with him saying he wanted her to die in Guardians 2, but then he talked to the Russo brothers and they had a different idea, <laughs> and whatever.
1: The Russo brothers, but yeah, he also said like,
2: yeah, like James Gunn, like he had
0: like the, like, obviously Guardians one came out and probably had like the vision of it. Obviously you said he wrote or had the idea of two and three and then Infinity War and Endgame come around. Like I have to imagine he had to go through so many like script
2: rewrites because of like where the Russo brothers took the Guardians in those movies. I think he did have a lot of say in like the Guardian story in Infinity War and stuff like that, but um, yeah, he he probably was like at the end of Endgame, he was probably like, yeah, everyone gets snapped, not Gamora. Just just <laughs> Gamora's cool. We're gonna we're gonna just brush that one by. Just, I, I for the life of me, I still don't understand that.
1: I know I it's shit, just like a dude. I know it's just a forty minute holiday special, but the, after watching Guardians three, like the holiday special felt even weirder to me. Like, and they filmed it simultaneously like while they were doing Guardians three. Like, what's the point? Like, I don't know. And then, like, the inclusion of them in Thor, Love, well, and Thunder, like, a lot of things retroactively just seem so weird now. Like, what what the hell were they in Thor, Love, and Thunder for? Like, I was so. Well,
3: dumb. So, well Thor, uh, Love, and Thunder. Was,
0: yeah, isn't that just like takes place, like, assuming after Endgame when they're together? Yeah, and then, like, yeah. that just happens. And then when they leave in Thor, Love, and Thunder, they go to nowhere.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah i guess i don't know taika so the, guardian, just sucks. The, the holiday special no he doesn't we we stand taika Waititi here uh but the holiday special he's a big uh he's a big star wars guy and star wars had that holiday special so i'm sure he just wanted to make one because they're just which the star wars holiday special is just one of the worst things ever um so he didn't make that <laughs> but um he's just a big star wars guy so he, he, I think that's why he went I didn't even know to was a
1: Star Wars on when, when the hell was there a Star Wars holiday special?
2: It's a long, long time ago. ago. Like 1990 so or something bothered. ago. So
1: before the prequels?
2: Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's bad, dude. It's bad.
0: <laughs> it's like really all right let's continue on because i know uh, i know we're on a little bit of a time crunch today so the last bit of news speaking of taika waititi and star wars taika waititi is reportedly committed to directing his star wars film next year we've known he was attached to a star wars project we don't know what the project is so there's really uh it's it's annoying when like news like this kind of drops because we want to talk about it but there's just I don't know what to say. Like, cool. I think Taika Waititi directing a Star Wars film could be really fun. Uh, also, wow. Speaking of which completely off topic, I saw, uh, I saw a couple of tweets, uh, where people were basically like, well, now that James Gunn is leaving Marvel and there's obviously the, uh, Guardian spoilers. Uh, so skip ahead like 10 seconds, please. Uh, the end of the movie, it said like the legendary Star Lord will return. People are saying that um, uh, what's his, his name, movie. Bill Hader, oh. should take over like the Guardians franchise because of like how successful Barry is with like the dramatic tone and the comedic tone. And I thought that just
2: had cool. a didn't his last episode. Yeah, just, so I know like, none of us watched 20. Barry,
1: but yeah. he basically he he had, took a huge stab at Chloe Zhao and like made fun of her, basically saying like, look at these people who are like indie directors going over to Marvel, how embarrassing of it, of them to do that. So like he basically said, he made a whole episode about like anyone who goes and directs superhero movies like sucks basically. So he's very anti <laughs> and it's funny cause yeah. he got Sean Hader who directed Coda to like play quote unquote Chloe Zhao or to like play like the person who's like an indie director that all of a sudden becomes a corpo person. So I don't think Bill Hader ever will, even though yeah, I did see that like so many people were tweeting and then there was a lot of like, does he know type things? Cause it was like, Bill Hader's like, yeah, I would rather die than ever be in, like, a franchise like that.
3: Yeah,
0: I guess. But, so, like, it would, it, it would like cool. logically, it, it would logically It would never happen. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> cool.
3: yeah. Damn,
2: I didn't know he ripped apart Chloe Zhao like that. Yeah. So also, <laughs> yeah. also, also, Chloe Zhao's the best part of that movie. Like, that movie is struggles, but it looks fucking great. Bro, I gotta directed. be in that minority and, like, Thoroughly. I like that movie. It's enough. I don't
0: love it, but it's a three and a half out of five. I Same. think it's like a really solid, like I think I have a
2: decently three above half. average film. Yeah, I think it's um,
1: solid. I think he, I think he's more making it fun was. of principles than so what. She for did. the
2: longest time, for the longest time, and it immediately cut me off after this. For the longest time, it was like the lowest rated Rocket Rotten Tomatoes yeah. like a 47%. Movie, just, that's absurd. But yeah, we're just that's gonna, just
0: incorrect.
2: Like it's yeah. not
0: people were just upset how like different it felt from the rest of the mcu Yeah. also but, the
1: most overused comic book twitter tweet of all time is it's been six movies since there's been a oh floating yeah, hand yeah, in the yeah. middle of the ocean and they still haven't addressed I, it I,
2: I swear it's a meme at this point it's yeah. got to be no it, way people are still like no way people that. care that much
1: it's like y'all clearly at didn't care all. about eternals when it came out so why you accidentally keep caring about the plot of it now? yeah
0: exactly like make up your yeah. fucking mind All right, well, that basically wraps up our news portion. Like we said, there just really wasn't uh, a lot to cover this week. But now we get into our game. No draft today, um, but I am pinning Tyler versus Cameron in a little uh, 25 question trivia. I've broken it down into five categories. Of five questions. I like to think these aren't the most difficult questions. I think there are some difficult ones. I think there are some ones that I think you should get. The categories are the Oscars, Marvel, George, myself, A24, and Miscellaneous. So we are going to just run down the line. Category one is Oscars. Um, So basically, I'm going to ask the question, you guys write the answers down, and then after every category... I will just read off the answers and we will then notebook. Do
2: I need a like physical piece of paper? I'd prefer it. I
3: just oh, got boy.
1: mine. But I, trust I you, every yeah. week on these damn real funds, even you though it's part of the episode, I suck I at should. it. I'm the worst at these real fun trivias or whatever, I, I
0: promise so. you I, I don't think these are as Burned difficult as I think. Okay, so might. we
1: got twenty five questions total.
0: 25 questions Cam's going to body me
1: on the Marvel portions. Hopefully I get the George portion five for five.
0: <laughs> I don't think uh, the George portion is as difficult as I <laughs> wanted it to be.
1: Yeah. I'm being honest. I hope it's just like the most like ego-stroking questions ever. Like, what is George's more. biggest point differential in a tennis match he's ever had? How much <laughs> did he win
3: by?
2: <laughs> Forty left. All right. Let's do this thing. All right. All right. Hold on. Sorry. I'm just So what is this? Oscars? This is going to be my worst.
0: This is... Oscars, five questions, and then we go from there.
3: It's
2: not um, like a buzz in, like, I we mean, could, we how do, how do you it's up to you guys? We could just I do I think buzz in would work better. IMO, okay, so let's do that.
1: Okay, we'll do buzz in, we'll,
2: we'll buzz, buzz in, all right, just numbers my paper with, for nothing. With three people, it's harder to buzz in, but.
0: yeah. How 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 is the buzzing going to work? You're just going to go Ahh. buzz, okay, fair,
1: it's like the first one to say it.
0: All but right, if you say one and you
1: get it wrong, you're not allowed to guess a second time until the other person guesses.
0: Fair. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Okay. Category one, Oscars. Question one. What year was the first Academy Awards ceremony held? 1980.
1: 2020.
2: Or no,
1: 1920.
2: No. 1935. Neither. No. 1947. Are we Bro. getting hotter or colder? <laughs> Give me a lower. Lower than what Tyler just said. <laughs> 1940 lower 39 lower 37 lower Jesus Christ 34 lower 32 lower
0: 30 lower 28 higher are
1: you kidding me? 29 29 I don't want to
0: give. I don't want to give either. That's very fair. That's very fair. None
1: of us should get a point for that.
0: I am not giving either of you guys that point. (laughs) Why did I skip one? Damn it!
1: What is Bill Gates' net worth? Nine
0: hundred ninety-nine nine nine nine. Just keep counting. That that one was tough. I feel like the rest are going to be a little worse. Yeah, dude. uh, dude, I don't know shit about the Oscars. Question two. I will accept two answers because there are two answers. Which actor and actress? That's a hint. Holds the record for most acting
2: nominations without a win. So, uh, Meryl Streep. Without a win. Oh, without a win. Oh, shit. Is it? Okay. Tyler can't.
3: Or oh, I can't. Oh, God. Can.
2: Doesn't she have like a billion, though? I. She's one, obviously. That was silly. One of these... I have another guess, but Tyler. One of the answers is a male. One is a female. The
0: female most recently lost to Olivia Coleman at the 2018 Academy Awards.
2: Got a guess, Tyler?
0: No, you got it.
2: Can I just throw out a guess? Glenn Close? Yes, that is correct. I I know that. Glenn Close. Glenn Close is correct. And the male was Peter O'Toole. Damn, I was going to say Jake G.
1: I was going to say Paul Dano.
2: Yeah, no, Both I definitely would, have would not have gotten it. I would have not gotten the tool, man. <laughs> so or does Cam I, get a half do point for that? Do I get a half? Is it I'll, one I'll half I'll give to, Cam a half point. Yeah. Is it one half to one pity? <laughs>
0: Question three. In nineteen seventy three, what movie became the first horror film to ever be nominated for Best Picture? The Shining. No. Damn.
1: No, that was seventy or no, that was eighty.
0: Yeah. 80, uh, the right. Exorcist. I don't know. Correct. Damn, good good poll. The good. Exorcist. Good guess. This one, I think, should be a bit easier. Question four. Uh, for best actor, who is the youngest ever winner? Paul uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah. Yes, yeah, correct.
2: Uh, yeah. Damn it. I knew that, too. <laughs> I just threw out a name. Wait, who did the you final?
3: Say? <laughs> Paul Mescal. <laughs> Paul Mascow. <Mezcal>. Oh. <laughs> he
2: didn't, <laughs> didn't win. win. And the final
0: question of the Oscars category. Which animated film was the first of its kind to be nominated for Best Picture? Lion three. King. No, and no.
1: Oh. Beauty and, and the Beast. Oh,
0: no and- yes, Tyler. Yes,
3: damn.
0: Oh. We're on
1: I'll a streak, boys. We're on a three-win, three-point streak. Beauty 3.
0: and the Beast. Fucking old. All right. So after round one, Tyler leads three to half. Ooh. All my knowledge stops at like twenty seconds. <laughs> like- of anything. All right. Well, you better get all five of these correct. All right. For Marvel.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. We are on our Marvel category. Question one. Stan Lee made his final cameo in which Marvel Avengers movie? Avengers: Endgame. Okay. Yeah, Ken. Now Ken's rolling. Ken's <laughs> locked in. Damn,
2: <laughs> is so locked in. Uh, question two. What does Shield stand for? Strategic. Strategic Homeland Intervention. Enforcement and logistics division.
3: Yeah. Oh. I Happy I don't you know that all that.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh, I need to touch grass. Uh, Nick Fury,
0: played by Samuel L. Jackson, famously wears an eye patch. Over which
2: eye is that eye patch? It's left. Correct. Yeah, you had a fifty fifty, and I'm pretty confident. <laughs> I, I, I was also gonna say left, but you threw it out too quick. This one This
0: one might be unfair because I don't know if Tyler has seen the show that this is from. Tyler, have you seen every Marvel show? Nope. No. But it's okay. It's okay. This might be unfair. Uh, What is the motto or slogan of the Flag Smashers? I have seen them. Yeah, I don't.
1: Always be smashing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Correct.
3: Something about about a
0: fist. No, it's one (laughs) world, one people. Yeah, that's Mm it. Yep. And no final one. question of what is it, four to, four to two and a half? Four to two and a half. All right, cool. Final question of, and I will give you a half a point for each answer here. What are the names of Wanda's two kids?
1: Billy, uh,
2: Pietro. Bi- Shit, Pietro's Bi- brother. Billy dumbass. is one of them. Billy and. um It's another aggressively I know, generic. I know, I know, I know. I know. You dumbass. Don't say it. You dumb fucking idiot, me. <laughs> Um, Come on, you got this! Oh no,
0: John! Shut Shut, shut up, James! (laughs) What's the first letter? God damn it! T. Tyler, Tommy, Tommy, (laughs) Tommy.
1: (laughs) Okay, so Cam, Cam, we each get a point for that.
0: You You each get get half half a point for that. Okay, half a point. All right, half half a
3: point. So after
0: two rounds, I got Tyler at four and a half, and Cam at three. Category four. Uh, Category three. George. George. (laughs) Three and a half. Motherfuckers. This is going to be tough. A few weeks back, we ranked our 10 favorite Mm. movies of all time on the episode of A Real Quick. What was number
2: four on my list? Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: That
1: That was your
2: fourth favorite scene. Nope. Okay, so is it Blade Runner? Yes, it is. Ah, yeah. oh, good pull, good pull, good Spider-Man into Spider-Verse is your fourth favorite scene, the leap of faith. Yeah. There's okay, a, so you weren't just throwing it out. That's there's a, a George pull. There's a George fun fact. Yeah. Question number
0: two. On my list of the greatest movies of all time, what is number one? Two thousand
1: one, A Space Odyssey. No,
0: yeah,
2: he changed it. You ah.
0: Correct.
2: Oh. <laughs> Wait, what did it used uh. to be? Shawshank. It was oh, definitely yeah. Shawshank. It was Shawshank
0: for a while, and then I changed it. Two thousand and one. Yeah. Question number three, and I will accept an answer within five k. How many TikTok followers do I have?
1: Three hundred
0: seventy-three thousand. Wow, dude! Good. I
1: track our following every week on a spreadsheet. Yeah, oh, I think I don't yeah, know yeah, this.
2: you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have media packages for all of us. I know
0: nah, all this stuff it. like the back I of my hand. About
2: that, what score at? What score? uh sure, we course. are at i'm two back maybe six and a half to four okay so i'm two and a half behind damn got nothing a more dangerous down.
1: in sports than a six and a half to four lead <laughs>
2: <laughs> question number four
0: and i will this is technically a two-parter because i have a fifth question but i wanted to include both of these questions in this as well who is my favorite athlete and what is my favorite song of all time Roger Federer, correct.
2: I've definitely Bia- piano man, Billy Joel. No. You're not far off, I'll give you that hit. I don't know any other Billy Joel movies.
1: <sighs> Probably doesn't have any movies. Um, <laughs> God. It's it's like such an obvious one, too.
0: I don't know if it's obvious. I'll I give did. you a hint. It is Billy Joel. Yeah, I, and I just don't. I'm just.
2: I'm just I don't have. I state, don't have man. Billy Joel songs. Um, it's uh,
1: it's the, 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 I don't know the, not
0: the. the
2: yeah, I'm, It's I'm a not, city. It's a city. San, San Francisco. No. Uh,
1: <laughs> Dallas. No.
2: <laughs> Come Detroit. On. Oh my
0: God, this is tough to. Brooklyn. Hear. It's Vienna. Uh, I, so I would have gotten that in the right country, but not in the right country. <laughs> I will give Cam half a point for yeah. half of that answer. Okay. And okay. last question, again, a two-parter, so half a point for each. What is my favorite movie genre, and what is my favorite film of that genre? Sci-fi and Arrival. Yes. correct. <sighs> One. That
1: one was just like a too obvious one almost. I was, yeah, like that dumbfounded was thru- I,
0: I was I I didn't know if tossing in that obvious one would yeah. stump you guys The man know.
1: was too stunned to speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Category four, where we are right now. We have
2: we're at six and a half to five and a half? At... I think so.
0: Where's my math? Six and a half. Maybe to six and Cam is at four, five and a half. Okay, so yeah. We that's are, what I guess. We, are, we, are, we are close. A24, category number
3: four.
0: Oh, We're starting off very easy, I think. What is currently, on Letterboxd, the highest rated A24 film? Parasite's no, 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 no. neon. It is everything everywhere, all at once. Question number two, and this is a two-parter. I, now I just think this is too tough of a question.
1: Oh Good, I need <laughs> if being, something.
0: If I'm being honest. Oh, how many fine. Oscar nominations has A24 received, and how many have they won?
1: So for best picture, for anything?
2: Anything, just total. 42. Wow, you are not far off. And uh, 12.
0: Not far off either, but incorrect. 45
1: and 14.
0: No.
2: Can you give me upper or lower? Up Up. then, up for both of those. 48 and 18. Mm, Up, low. 52
1: and 17.
2: Low, low. Fifty sixteen. 16. Wrong. Correct. <laughs> oh, nice. 48, I don't think 16. Wrong on 48. Yeah, this is a no, no it's a, point. 49.
0: <laughs> no pointer. No, no pointer. Point. I'm not giving you one, any one points. Point, one point. I'm not point. giving you any points for that one. Um. Okay. Uh, A24's 2022 release, Everything Everywhere All at Once, has famously become their highest grossing film to date. What is their second highest grossing movie to date? Can I get Lady Bird? No, you may not.
2: This might surprise you, I think.
1: I can't guess again until Cam guesses.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll throw out a guess then just for fun. Moonlight. No. Can I get Midsummer? You cannot. Hereditary. Correct.
0: Oh, you... Yeah, That's sorry. True. Hereditary yeah. was the correct answer.
1: Uh, the cam, I think, cam's seven, uh, taking a one point lead. Yeah,
0: one one point lead. Uh, this one might be a bit easier. In 2013, A24 released a coming-of-age romance film starring Miles Teller. Name that movie.
1: It's spectacular Now.
2: I was gonna, cool. gonna say Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah.
3: uh... I was like, "Are
2: you sure?" <laughs> Final
0: question and this is, uh, well, this is a multiple choice question. So it's a bit, you know, because you were just gonna have to write it down. I didn't think we were gonna do a buzzer, but whatever, we'll figure it out. Which one of these A24 choice. films is based on a true story? Yeah. Lady Bird, The Farewell, Good Time, or Come On, Come On, The, Lady Farewell. Bird. the Farewell.
1: I thought Lady Bird was Greg Gerwig's life story.
0: It's like loosely. It, she, she's confirmed it's not a true story, but it has themes that resonate from her life. I did gotcha. Google that before making that question.
1: So what do we got? 8.5 to 7.5. 8.5 to 5. 7.5. Neck and
0: nice
1: neck. Category. What's the last category?
0: Miscellaneous. Oh,
1: mis- perfect way to end this.
0: Miscellaneous. Okay. Question one. What was the first feature length animated film ever released? Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Correct. Good pull. Thank you. Question two. In Die Hard,
2: what is the name of the skyscraper? Willis Tower? Sears Tower? No and no. It's definitely in New York, so that was stupid. (laughs) Right? Maybe Uh, I'm going crazy. Nothing
0: nothing.
1: Madison Square Garden Tower.
2: <laughs> no. Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah,
0: never, yeah, never get
1: that number. one.
2: I can't, Damn, like really? it, I can't say I'm like a I can't say I'm like a diehard knowledgeable. I haven't seen fair, it in
1: yeah. way too long, personally.
2: That's fair. Damn, I feel like the rest of these questions might be a little difficult.
0: No, was good. Question so wait, hold on, three. Hold on. So
1: we're at na- Cam 9.5 to me 7.5 so I gotta sweep yeah. the final three. Power yeah, you, gotta,
0: you gotta yeah. sweep all three of these. Which famous film composer wrote the music? For Tim Burton's 1989 Batman, um,
2: fuck, I know it. And it's, I will give you a same hint. Same guy who did. Same Spider guy Man. who did Spider Man. It's Spider Man. Yes, I know. What is his name? It's. It is. Son of a bitch. Give me a sec.
1: I'm not gonna get it. So it's either Cam can think of it or.
2: Yeah, uh, I won't think as long about this one as. Uh, um, you don't have to give me the point, but give me the first uh, letter. D. Yeah, it's uh, D, 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 D. Shit. Danny, 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 Danny. God's I know it's Danny. Saying. Christmas. Um, Will, just Ferrell, it, Will Ferrell just movie. It, just Danny, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman, oh. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right, so now my Dan best man. hope is a
1: tie. I need to pull these last two for a tie. Yeah, and then if, you're going to have to think of a tiebreaker. This, this, this
0: next pull. one might be a bit tougher. I, I apologize oh, for putting shit. this one in here. I knew that one. Stupid. What is the highest grossing foreign language film at the US box office?
1: Is it a movie we know?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay.
0: Now I'll give you a hint. The the director of this film is also like an acclaimed actor.
1: Fuck. Cam's gonna pull this before me.
2: Uh, I I my it's not parasite right? Not I just, parasite. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I didn't know if you. Is it?
1: Me. Is it an older movie? Pre two thousand.
0: No, I think this is mid two thousands. So it's not. Yeah,
1: fuck. The, cl- the director is an acclaimed actor. I feel like it's a pull we should be able to get. Acclaimed actor is a director.
2: Is it like? Is it like a? Bruce Lee, movie? no.
0: I'm yeah, I think of the
2: U.S. box office. It's an acclaimed actor. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know it. Spirited Away. Just, no, no not, not an acclaimed actor, but I'll throw out a.
1: Yeah, I won't waste any more time. I'll I'll wave the white flag. Mm-hmm. I can't get it
2: the answer is The Passion of Christ oh Mel a, really yeah.
1: wait I didn't even know it was a foreign film
0: honestly
2: talk, talk about yeah. a movie I was not thinking of <laughs> I, I kind of figured
3: alright this is the
0: easy sense. this is the easy question of the round who is the only person ever to receive an Oscar nomination for an acting performance in a Star Wars movie
2: oh, is, is no. It? no it's not it's fucking um, god damn it Cam God, son of a bitch! Asked. Come on, I know, I know it too. Oh, son of a bitch, is it? Why can't I think? Why can't I think? Why can't I? So it's I not think? one of the main people, then. I can't think of his name. Come on, yeah, just give me the character he plays. Is it Palpatine? No.
0: Darth
1: Sidious. Oh really?
2: No. Count Dooku. No.
0: Wow, you guys really don't know this. I'm, maybe
2: I'm an idiot. Star Wars? Star best Wars. Actor. It's definitely not Luke. No, no, no. I never said Best Actor. Oh. Wait, acting what was it nomination. Before? Just acting It nomination. could be supporting. You know? Oh, Best Supporting. Okay. Is it Ewan McGregor? No. It's definitely not. Hayden Christensen, definitely not. No. Um, That would be crazy.
1: James Earl
0: Jones? No. God damn, you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the answer
2: is Alec Guinness. Oh, from oh uh, for Obi Wan. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that is the answer. I think I definitely did have heard that before, but it's not knowledge I had. Interesting. I feel oh, like that's all like, right. I don't know, not general
0: knowledge, but that's like pretty. Big I thought that would be a
2: pull cam. Should know. That's like sure. one of those
0: Star that's Wars. That's definitely
2: something I should know. That's just uh, something
0: even... that's like one of those like you know Michael B. Jordan anime creep yeah, three yeah, yeah, fun yeah, yeah. facts that
2: I always yeah. see randomly floating I around. I even in even in Star Wars, my knowledge stops
3: at twenty seventeen, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right,
0: so, so uh, final tally, Cam, nine and a half. Tyler, Another
1: trivia episode of taken out Lana. I just can't do these <laughs> trivias, man. All
3: right.
0: all right, well, that Not concludes episode 35 of the Real Talk podcast. Shout out to all of our executive producers, Al Bode, Mac Wells, Marcellus, Remy Walker, Jeffy Maud, Ben Legge, Ben Hansi, uh, Yeah, Hansi, sorry. Benjamin Vetch, Bram Vitz, Dean Katamanidis, Dylan Shep, Ferdinando for John Anderson, Jordan Gag, uh, Josh Hines, Luke. I'm going to butcher this last name. I'm so sorry. Luke. Dear Hog. Dear Hog, Dear Hog. Relapse. Our man, Alan, who joined our uh, Patreon watch-along last night. Tacos Rule Khan, Tobias Johnson, Will Kim, and Eunice BBX. As always, we are all over social media, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd youtube spotify apple music so give us a rating give us a like a subscribe uh you guys know how much your support means to us we will catch you next week on episode 36